Greetings and welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown. I'm Brent Adams and we are back finally with another new episode. We've uh, we've not been as we've not been as timely uh, in recent months uh, with uh, with the new shows. I think this is what, what is it uh, semi monthly? Like when you when you have it every few months, or was is that we're almost uh, quarterly at this point? <laughs> but that's going to change because the summer movie season is almost on us and. You know that we love those summer movies, and starting next week on May the first, uh, season kicks off with probably one of the uh, one of the biggest movies of the year. Uh, it's it's going oh, like, yeah, to be a big, big start, it's, yeah, and a big finish because we got Age of Ultron, and then I figure the big finish is going to be Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> and by big finish, you know what I mean. I mean <laughs> big finish. Anyway. Uh, welcome to the show. Of course, I am joined by your friend and mine, Mr. Tony Grice. What is up? What's going on, what man? What are you guys doing? Hopefully, uh, hopefully you haven't forgotten completely about us. We've had a couple people shouting out to us on Twitter asking when we're coming back. We I'm appreciate like, that. We, yeah. we appreciate the prodding. <laughs> we, we really do. It's not that we, not that we don't, uh, want to do stuff. It's just, uh, life sort of seems to happen and, uh, you know. It's been, it's been uh, kind of a busy time for both of us recently. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we're we're uh, we're back and hopefully we'll be back for a pretty you know uh, hopefully fairly consistent run here for a little bit because uh, like you said we've got uh, yeah a lot of a lot of shit this year a lot of and I, I say shit like isn't just uh, amount of stuff not necessarily as in it's shit because it actually looks like this is gonna be a pretty killer a pretty year fucking for, good year I agree yeah. I mean if if we if we wanted to just looking through all the movies that are coming out if we wanted to we could go to the theater and see something that. W- yeah, I mean, varying levels of interest, but we could see something sure. every weekend from here to July. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's something it's... coming out every weekend that I'm at least somewhat interested in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess we, you know, we could probably start it off talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got we got tons of tons of stuff, but I mean, we're coming back sp- sort of specifically this week to talk about uh, uh, really two things in particular. There are two oh, yeah. two real biggies. Um, although I think uh, easily the biggest has to be the second teaser for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, of course they debuted that last week at Celebration yeah. in Anaheim. Your friend and mine, Ruben Sanchez, Filio Sweetwater Turner, Moretz Sanchez Turner. Don't forget. Uh, you're right. What did I say? Anyway, I don't know. Maybe you did. <laughs> uh, Ruben Escobar Sanchez, Filio Sweetwater Turner, Moretz. If you don't say it quickly, it just doesn't work. Yeah, anyway, it's sick about you, you. I think you might have had it right, and I just missed it. The point but, is, uh, he's there, uh, isn't he? no, because I think there? I missed the Escobar. Anyway, my, what I'm saying is that Ruben was there, and Ruben and Brandon and another friend of theirs were there, and Ruben actually made the official Disney blog. Like, if you go to the Disney blog, and they've got something I don't know, like 15 things we loved at Celebration. One of them is a picture of Ruben and Brandon and their friend wearing white tuxedos with their stormtrooper helmets. <laughs> and uh, Ruben, he got to meet Carrie. Like he's got a picture of him, uh, like posing with Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. I guess they were doing some sort of photo op. He met Ray Park and his family. He got Peter Mayhew's autograph. He got Carrie Fisher's autograph uh, on his helmet. I mean the stormtrooper helmet. Come on, people! <laughs> Come on! What kind of show do you think this? Is? Anyway, the point is that Ruben kicks major ass when it comes to Star Wars Celebration. I'm very jealous of him. But something we all got to enjoy was, of course, that goddamn teaser trailer for The Force Awakens. Still yeah. a teaser. Still a teaser. Still not really getting a lot on the characters still- of the story. 
but yeah, getting a, but, but a more lot than we more saw in the flavor. first teaser, though. Sure, you know, I mean, it, sure. there, there, there was more meat on the bone, uh, as it were, uh, this time around. I think is not to say the first one. The first one is is that sort of you know, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, kind of. The thing. first one is just like that. There's going to be a new Star Wars movie, exactly, and, then and you and, shit your pants, exactly. And this one, you know, you, you actually you actually got to see a little bit more. So, I mean, what, what was what was your initial sort of uh, takeaway from it? What, how? how I guess the, the the big thing there were a few things that kind of popped up to me. Number one, you get a little bit more of a look at the villain of the film, uh, and and certainly that's cool. You get a, a much bigger look at the Empire in this movie, yeah. And it seems like the Empire is still it, uh, while while the Republic may have won the Battle of Endor. I guess this film takes place thirty years later. It seems like. Yeah. The, the Empire is still uh, a force to be reckoned with. and uh, Almost still looks to be a fairly dominant force, at least in certain areas. You know, I yeah, mean, that's, I guess that's, that's what the I was going to say. There's probably like pockets. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I, I dug, I, for, for whatever reason, like one of the shots in the trailer that really captured my imagination is that shot of the, there's all these stormtroopers as if, as if you know, there, there's some kind of like speech or ceremony or something going on. You see yeah. all these stormtroopers, and they kind of turn and are looking at camera. And in the background, you can see this stage, and there's a bunch of people up there, and there's a figure in black in the middle of the stage. And something about that really captured my imagination. And and kind of like what you were just saying, I was thinking, you know, this doesn't really seem. It's not like the positions have been reversed, and now the Empire is the ragtag rebellion of a new hope. Yeah. Seems like the Empire still. Still doing okay for themselves, at least wherever the hell this is. Yeah, yeah, it it, it really did. It kind of you know you always sort of, or at least I always do, sort of think of the empire kind of in league with like the Nazis. You know that that whole sure. thing of like that very, um, which it almost makes me think of like you know maybe this is like late in World War Two, like late right. in the war. There were still pockets where They're they were putting on parades pushed. and they yeah. were you know getting. That they were looking that that professional like they did sure. in the trailer, but they even were still they were, getting pushed back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I have a feeling it Good might analogy. be that. It was kind of interesting too in that same shot. You know, they're on like it looks like some sort of icy yeah. planet some or something. Sort of you know, esque world. Yeah, very Hoth esque. It, it almost makes me wonder too. Like they, they're going to like. They're going to like extremes to make sure that like no 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 the desert planet isn't Tatooine and they're like on another ice planet and they're probably going to say like no 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 that's not Hoth it's like well yeah. then come up with some fucking new looks for a planet you know well it doesn't have to be fucking neon you know green like some of the planets that uh, that were in the prequels uh, was in the prequels and whatnot but I mean you know just it sort of does it is sort of funny to me that they they tend to to uh, do some of the same things that they've done before but you know like no 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 this is a completely different you know place. Yeah. Uh, I, the other thing about that that one shot too, I really liked was you see that giant red flag behind him with the new or, or yeah, with the new seemingly symbol. the yeah. new uh, logo of the Empire. And I think honestly, if you look at it, it what it is, I think it's the explosion of the Death Star. <laughs> they're just, like they like it, use that they're like using icon. that as their sort of like you know we have to avenge our <laughs> brothers and sisters. There's some that sort of like imperial script at the bottom that translates <laughs> to never forget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's exactly. the thing. I mean, for the Empire, the Battle of Endor was their nine eleven. Yeah, I mean, really, it was. <laughs> yeah, I, it was like I, I those goddamn of, rebels flew their fucking <laughs> spacecraft into our into our symbol. Of, uh, I sort of, I sort of say it jokingly, but honest to goodness, when I first saw that shot, I sort of looked at it as like, what is that? What what could that be? Like, you know, usually there's something behind a logo, especially right. with something You're like right. Star Wars. I don't, I don't think that they. 
I should say now. I think some of the very original logos were probably just things they came up with that looked cool and whatnot. Yeah. But like at this point in time, I think there's a lot more thought and stuff that goes behind that stuff. And I really do kind of think there might be something to that. Um, we don't have a whole hell of a lot of time to wait before I'll find out, I guess. But That's uh, true. But also, what, I mean, that means that like for the Empire... If you want to equate, if you really want to take that nine eleven analogy further, then that means that the rebels have won because the empire have redefined <laughs> themselves by the tragedy yeah. of those events. Much <laughs> like the United States has redefined itself by the tragedy. I, uh, I, I tell you, one that you know, you kind of mentioned that the sort of the moment that sort of uh, stuck out maybe for you. I tell you, the moment for me, honest to God, was right from the beginning, like yeah. that. That shot of the speeder going by, and just you see it at the very beginning, but it takes you kind of a second for your eye to track over to it as and it's panning over what that you're giant, you know, death or uh, star destroyer uh, crash. Yeah, in and, the just, sand. and it's it really does. It kind of I don't know. It's 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 weird because it really does show you just how. I don't know how big it was. I guess you know. Yeah. I don't mean physically, but how big of a you know a, a, the the end of, you know possibly to this to these uh, these battles and some yeah. of the war that's gone on. Some sort of major major conflict has yeah. taken place. You, you see, you know, at the end of the trailer, uh, which I mean, obviously there's some big stuff at the end of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, there's that shot of the Millennium Falcon flying into. Uh, one of the uh, like one of the engine pipes of what looks to be a superstar destroyer, just based yeah. on based on the, like the engine configuration, it certainly looks like a superstar destroyer. And so, yeah. you know, the the, the idea that the, the just just the idea that like this planet has you know seen some sort of major conflict, obviously in orbit, and that you and and the rebels apparently won. Um, it just like just the imagery is so evocative. It it it, it yeah. almost forces your mind to go into overdrive, imagining. Okay, you know what ha- you know, sort of like like a detective looking at a crime scene. What was it that happened that led up to this? What can we derive from the information we're seeing? And yeah. it's it's really really. I- a great like like those specific things I think are the best fodder for teasers because they really do spark your imagination. They really do, and and I tell you, it got me to thinking. Like you know, I, I, part of me sort of thought, okay, you know, so so the idea and and the reason that Jedi is such a you know or has been for so the, all these years such a great sort of end to the you know, kind of canon Star Wars uh, stuff is because it was such an an, an epic and seemingly, at least in, in some respect, final, you know, sure. kind of battle, you know, to everything. Yeah. And, of course, you know, we, we I think we all, you know... Emperor's dead, Vader's dead, Death Star yeah. gone. Yeah, the, their, their major, you know... The, the bulk uh, of the Imperial fleet, you figure, exactly. gone. So it kind of made me think, like, what, what are they going to do? Like, how are they going to make something that is threatening in a way if you've kind of completely supposedly completely decimated or or really hurt this what you know what is going to be the threat that that carries them through three more movies at least i mean we know they're going to have you know another trilogy that is specific to this and then you know other of course other side movies um it kind of got me to thinking that maybe what they'll maybe they'll almost retcon in a way that this is more like the first victory in a long battle. Like, yeah. maybe it wasn't as decisive in terms of... I mean, of course, you know, some of the major characters were killed. But, like, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe some of them weren't. Maybe some of the people that we think that, you know, are, are gone maybe aren't. Or maybe maybe the amount of forces that, that were supposed to have been, uh, you know, gotten rid of 
maybe weren't. You know, I, yeah. I it, it just that's the thing. It does really make you think of like what are they, um, what are they going to do? And and in a way, I almost wonder if they're going to make somehow make the empire. You know, in, in some roundabout way. Now, I don't want to say like you're not by any means going to be rooting for them, but in a way, like you've got to have something to give them. Like if they're just Again, like you say, sort of the the rag, now they're the ragtag group of you know people trying to you know make it through. Like that's not going to be menacing, you know. I, I, I don't think so. I don't know. They're going to have to do something that makes you sort of you know kind of stand back and be like, oh, you know, holy shit. And and I think I hate to say it, it's got to be more than one Sith, you know, or a couple of Sith or whatever. You know, it's it's got to be. I, I I certainly hope so. Yeah. That, that this this whole I, I've I've said many times. The whole like rule of two thing or yeah. whatever that Lucas had for the Sith, there's nothing about that that I find particularly clever or or compelling. Yeah. Because this is like, it's like okay, so there can only ever be two Sith. So that means that the only way that the Sith could ever threaten the universe is to do the one plan that they fucking do in the prequels. Like that's the only way. The only way yeah. that the Sith could po- like two two force wielders could possibly threaten the entire galaxy is through like political takeover, military coup. So all you have to do is wait for somebody to step up and be chancellor and then fucking kill them and you know that you don't have to worry about the Sith lords anymore. Yeah. It's just it, it also to me never quite made sense. Like it, it just, just it never it like, never made sense I'm like sorry, you know but those why two, like two guys cannot be a threat to the entire galaxy. Yeah. Unless you anyway. do exactly what they did in the prequels and fucking <laughs> take, uh, take over the political system, that's if, it. That's the you, only outcome. Let's be honest, though. If you are if you are saying what we should have done was something that happened in the prequels, you're doing it wrong. That's exactly right. Um, Although right, it so is we, a great we got argument got... for limited government, you have to admit, you know, because <laughs> the fucking Galactic Republic wasn't involved in our fucking daily life so much, the Emperor could never have taken over. Anyway, um, okay, I, uh, let's talk about the important we might, part. We might be fun. getting a tad off off, uh, <laughs> off topic. <laughs> let's talk about uh, let's talk about the most important part of the trailer. All right, um, and that is <laughs> it, sure. it, it's it's when the screen goes black. Oh, about 20 okay, seconds yeah. before the end and you hear the words chewy and that is the moment your orgasm begins <laughs> and then I really the, did you the, not the, think the at first clincher. they were going to stay on black like that they weren't yes, going to maybe show it I did for a second I, I was I, like oh they're not going to show it I, but then but then they're like <laughs> and you can't see the motion I'm doing with my hands and you're probably thankful you can my point is that you see fucking Han Solo and Chewbacca, and and you hear Chewie, we're home. And I got to tell you, like, I don't know what it was like to be in that room in Anaheim when they showed that trailer for the first time, but I know the noise that I made, and I imagine if there were, you know, several thousand other people around me making the same noise, it must have been something to see yeah, that with a live audience. That was... Uh... That really was awesome. I, I genuinely, it was like, the, there was like a millisecond there where I thought, I was like, they're just going to do the voiceover. But, you yeah. know, it just lets us know, you know, kind of thing. But then else. they show them and I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. this is the first time we are seeing a, a character, you know, a, a, the actor and character from the original trilogy, you know, uh, back on screen. Well, in, I guess. In, in the context back, of the film for yeah. the first time. And I mean, you see what very well could be Luke. I mean, you see some guy yeah. with a mechanical hand with R two. You and see you, what and you very hear... well could be Leia. You know, there's a shot where somebody's handing a lightsaber. It looks like yeah. it might be handing a lightsaber to to Leia. I, I mean, you see R two. R two's back for this one. The, the robot that played him in the original movie. 
Uh, actually, no, it's not the same robot. It's a much better robot because it was, anyway, built by these two British guys. My point is that uh, it was a big deal. It, like, yeah, seeing Han cool. and Chewie, seeing Han and Chewie was a big, big deal. And, I mean, you know they're going to be there. You, I mean, you know because they're being cast yeah. and the Falcon's there. And, I mean, you know it's going to happen. But some knowing it and actually experiencing it, yeah, I, I, it's like the culmination of, well, it's like you and I talk about a lot about how we think back to when we were kids and we could never have imagined like if you told us when we were kids like one day like the like the biggest fucking movie in the world is going to be the avengers you know yeah and yeah I was like come on like there's no way there's no way they'll ever do an avengers movie and, and here we are and well, you know, it was that thing with with you know, Star Wars. We, we, we've, we, you're exactly right. You know, we t- I, you know, we've we've mentioned a bunch of times how you know back when we were when I when I remember I was big into comics and I would you know see that I'd be like, man, that'd be so awesome if they would do something on that scale. But they probably won't. We're going to get yeah. these little half, you know lower budget movies or you know Cartoons, not as good movies. movies. It's yeah. just it's Animation. never going to be the way it is. And then if you know if you could take like like the Avengers now or something and go back and show that to me, then I, I would just I, it would just it blow my You'd mind. You'd be like and, sorcery, and, and then you'd uh, burn Star Wars sick. though is different in one sense it's because we did kind of get that. I, I think you and I would both admit when the prequels first came out, I, I like when I first saw Episode One that yeah. first night that we saw it. I we were I couldn't I couldn't wait to go back in and watch it again. Yeah. And and we yeah. didn't wait very long. We only waited about no, twelve about, hours or not even hours. twelve we hours back. to go back. We were back. and um I, and it's so weird for me to look because I was telling you the other day how I can't even watch it. Like I, I literally struggle to watch like if I'm like I want to watch the Star Wars movies. Yeah. I want to make myself watch them all the way you know kind of through yeah. I, I, I still kinda can't make it through episode one. It's just it's just not a good movie, but at the time it was just you. We I couldn't. You were so I, I really was. It was just fucking Star Wars. Oh yeah. my god, a new Star Wars movie. And now I remember turning to you. Yeah, I, I remember we were in the theater and the lights went down and and you know like the trailers roll and everything. And we got to the end of the trailers and we knew we were at the end of the trailers. And it was right before the 20th Century Fox logo came up and the fanfare started. And I turned to you and said, "How the hell did we get here?" Yeah, you know because it just it just felt like like, like oh, there's yeah. no way like you know we were never going to get another Star Wars movie. We ne- like our, we gone our whole lives knowing that we were never going to get another one. Yeah, it was only going to be comics or video games or books or something like that. And, and then it finally happened. And I tell you, we, and then I'll be brutally honest with you. I had a very sort of almost similar feeling, but on the the bad side, when Episode Three ended, when it was yeah. kind of like, okay, this is probably going to be the last Star Wars movie ever, ever made. You know, at that point, I could not fathom Lucas selling off. Yeah. You know, I remember how often I talked about how how yeah. upset I was that we will never see the original trilogy released on something like Blu-ray because I was like, look, Lucas is never going to do it, no. and, and unless he dies, he's never going to give up yeah. the rights to that, it. That was what we said. Like we said, basically, yeah. like the only hope is that Lucas's children do it because he's died and they need to reconstitute the trust fund. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, 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 but it just to me it. I I remember when I heard the news that Disney bought that I just all, all of a sudden because I was like Disney wants to make money so Disney will fucking do this you this know like exactly it, right. which which I mean we still haven't got it quite yet but you know they they have but there there have been rumors there have been rumors that they that they are thinking about it. but anyway getting off topic the the thing I was getting around to is the fact that 
even when episode three ended. And again, at the time, I still kind of enjoyed it. I was still sort of in that mode where the prequels well, more... Episode 3 is easily the best of those. It's just yeah, the... but even it is still... No, I mean, it's not yeah. great. I mean, Hayden Christensen was not a good casting choice. I mean, that's the no. thing. Natalie Portman's a great actress. Ewan McGregor was a great casting choice yeah. for, for young Alec Guinness. There's things that they did right in those movies, but there's a lot they did wrong. And, and yeah. like, to me, the first fundamental thing they did wrong is they had enough content for maybe one movie. They had it. They had, there was enough solid story idea for like the third film for Revenge of the Sith. Everything that comes before that seems real. Like they had like okay, I got an idea. Stretch it into yeah. a movie. Yeah, I. It just it was so. I got an idea for a pod race. Okay, that's a fifteen minute scene. <laughs> that's fuck. I think that's like a half hour of fucking. Uh, it, well, in the delete in, 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 or in the in the uncut version on DVD. That is true. Is. Yeah, I guess that is true. Yeah, but anyway, I, it's just it is it is. I feel like this is going to be the t- this is going to be similar to the feel of of when episode one came out when you still had that that just oh my god I never I never thought I'd see this happen I never mm-hmm. you know I, I I just can't believe it and. I think it's going to be a good movie. I agree. You know, now, I mean, granted, at the time, I thought episode one was going to be a good movie. And frankly, I lied myself into thinking it was a good movie for, for some for, for some years. amount of time. For years. And um, at least enjoyable on, on a certain level. And this one, I actually think I really do expect it to be good. I do kind yeah. of expect it to, to look down the line after it's all said and done. I think we have a better chance of these being... Um, solid movies, and so that's what excites me. Maybe most of all is that I, we'll, you know, we'll kind of have all of that excitement that we, you know, once had. Um, and the movie might actually warrant it. it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when when J.J. Abrams was announced as the director. I can't remember if it was you and I that were talking, or maybe it was me and, and Ben. But anyway, uh, when J.J. Abrams was announced as the director. And I was saying, you know what? That actually sounds really good to me because yeah. that guy is about the biggest Star Wars. Like, if you want to, if you want to do like a like a comparative ratio of who's the biggest Star Wars fan to most successful director currently in Hollywood, J.J. Abrams is at the top of that list. Yeah. And I remember saying, it's like if they, if they really want to impress me, though, they need to hire Lawrence Kasdan to work on the script. And then, you know, like a couple months later, they're like, oh, yeah, we hired Lawrence Kasdan to work on the script. And I was just like, Whoa. <laughs> you know, like that. It really but does. And, and I, I tell you, I... Tossing my cookies. I tell you, just the, you know, the kind of... I remember hearing some interviews with him when he did, um, when he did Star Trek, you yeah. know, the reboot of Star Trek a few years back, yeah. about how... It kind of gave me the impression that he wasn't all that big of a Star Trek fan. He was no, he, he was, was a big a, was Star, Star Wars, Wars fan. fan. Yeah. But I like that. I feel like those movies because I'm I'm a pretty big Star Trek fan. Yeah, me too. And I feel like those movies did the series justice. Yeah. I, you know, it, it, I, you know, if you want to get into like who's the you know, what's the best and all that sort of stuff, I, I don't think that's really fair. I do think that those movies do a good job of rebooting the franchise, giving us a, a, a little bit of a fresh you know look on some of the characters to some degree. Um, and again, I kind of I think they're they're good movies. I think yeah. you know Star Trek and Into Darkness, both of them were good films. They have humor. They have, you know, they're, they're interesting. Um, I, I think they did a, he did a good job with them and that's something that he wasn't necessarily even all that passionate about. I mean, I'm sure he's always passionate about making the best movie he can, but the subject matter was not necessarily the thing he's the most no. excited about, which to me says this time around, it, it it's going to be, you know, all of the kind of competency things that came with, 
with that reboot of that franchise, I, we're going to get plus um, uh, everything else. Yeah, everything else. Just you know that 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 deep sort of. Um, it, desire to really get it right, which I, mm-hmm. I think um, I think he's got that. I, I think, and I think he's going to work really hard to make that happen. I agree, and and as as I said to you, I mean, I'm excited about episode seven. Don't get me wrong; I'm really yeah. excited to see this movie. It's going to happen this December. We're, I mean, you know, we're we're just months away at this point, single digit yeah. months, and I, I couldn't be I couldn't be more excited about it. But the fact that Ryan Johnson is going to do episode eight is maybe even more exciting to me on some level because, like J.J. Abrams, like what you're saying right here is like you get it's a logical choice. He's a huge Star Wars fan. He he knows this genre. He's great at doing uh, you know fun action adventure movies. Yeah, and he's a huge Star Wars fan. Blah blah blah. It's like all this stuff. I'm like those are those are fucking you know great great ideas. And and he's a great choice, but Ryan Johnson doing a Star Wars movie—it's like I can't—I I, I can't I even tell you. I'm blanking out a little bit. Who who? What's he? Ryan, Ryan Johnson did—he uh, did Brick and he did Looper, oh, okay. uh, both with Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He is a brilliant writer. I mean, like he—he's one of the few people who I am—I am seriously jealous of his imagination. Like some of the some of the ideas that he's had, I'm just like. You know, because like you know, you, you like watch movies and things like that. You're like, oh, I've had that idea, or like, oh, I, you know, I could have thought of that. You, yeah. you, you can, you can almost imagine yourself like you know being talented enough to maybe have conceived of some of these things. I watch Ryan Johnson movies, and I'm just like, I cannot do with this guy. Like, my imagination cannot do what this guy's can do. Like, <laughs> I, I, I really, really have enormous respect for him as a writer and a director. Well, and the idea that he's going to do a Star Wars film, I, I'm just. I, I'm trying to think of some way to put it in context with like the eighties. I mean, it would be like, it would be Lawrence like Kasdan doing empire strikes back. Yeah, well, yeah. I was going to say it'd be like Ridley Scott. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, like imagine Ridley Scott post aliens, post blade runner. And like, you know what? We want you to make a fucking star Wars movie. Yeah. And no, I, it, it would be like that. It'd be like, you're kidding me. Well, and I kind of like the, the fact that, I mean, the thing that I think did really work in a lot of ways for the original trilogy is, each movie was directed by someone with a with a different vision, with a yeah. different, you know, like like completely different, you know, no. but but really did have a different but look, and that's why each film has yeah. very different feel to to one another, mm-hmm. and they really are able to evoke certain emotions out of you for certain points in time, and you know, the fact is, I think this movie will be a great jump back into Star Wars. I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll probably be, you know, funny and entertaining. Yeah. I think it'll probably be relatively fast paced. But you know what? I don't know that it's gonna be as dark and maybe gripping as what they'll but that's the thing. It almost doesn't need to be. Like it, no, it needs no. to get you know, it just needs to be this great sort of uh entertaining roller coaster ride to get us back into the swing of things, set lay out the kind of um situation you know for for you know sort of the world we're in now for the next you know the next set of movies and then the next one we can get in, into a little more a serious tone and yeah. exactly like empire i mean that's why i think yeah. everybody universally picks empire as their favorite because it's the one that really can it gets into the meat of things and it yeah. really it's it, got the most character stuff got the most character it's got the most emotion it's got the most, it's got drama, the most, the most pathos yeah. it's just yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's the darkest you know what i mean it, yeah. it, it and i do think that that works to its favor because you know star wars as a whole is seen as as a fairly i think 
on on average a po- you know it's a more it's a happier yeah. more positive you know story in, in you know in the you know kind of the grand scheme of things in the grand scheme of things exactly whereas that is the darkest point in it and it kind of gives you that reference point with like why it is so great that everything sort of works out the way it mm-hmm. does uh, and you know gives you things to cry out no <laughs> about every once in a no, while there's, you know? there's nothing there's nothing that justifies <laughs> that all right but anyway you want to move on i mean i could i could sit here and talk about the trailer the only lasted what a minute and a half and, and we talked about it for <laughs> at least a half hour um there was another little trailer. There was another another trailer, and it was kind of interesting the way that happened because it was, you know the the Batman versus Superman trailer was supposed to come out on I want to say the twentieth. It was supposed to be out I think Monday this week. Yeah, Zack Snyder was going to re- he, he did release on Twitter. He released a, a very brief like I don't know the first sixteen seconds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he released that on Twitter, but then the trailer leaked. Somebody somebody got a got a copy of it, put it up online. And recorded off of like a. It looked like they were in a theater, but anyway, and, and they um, kind of edited it to improve it too. They blurred out some parts. And- <laughs> That's right. You couldn't. You couldn't quite see uh, Mopey Affleck. Um, but uh, anyway, so they ended up coming out with the trailer over the weekend, and that was sort of the big two for Force yeah. Awakens of Batman versus Superman. And it um, was a pretty big trailer. I mean, I you know for for. It was certainly a bigger teaser. I mean, in terms of it being the first trailer, I mean, I guess they're calling it a teaser. Yeah, but you yeah, get a lot more of a sense of the movie than you did with you know Star Wars as an example. Star Wars just images. And, this and you're it's actually further off. Getting a sense you know, of it. I mean, and it's it you is know, we're, it's like March 2016. Yeah, I mean, we're basically a year off essentially. Right. You, know, you know, practically, and um, I don't know. I it, it was very. Uh, I get you. Know, you sort of start off with Star Wars, if you don't care. I'll, I'll start off with this one a little Please bit. I, do. My, my first sort of take on it, my my sort of feel of it was, I actually it moved me in a more positive direction than I had been with it so far. Yeah. Um, to be brutally honest with you, I was I was hoping that it that it that this film was going to be good, but honestly, nothing that I'd really seen or come across yet was really giving me that you know i i think we you know you and i've talked uh, personally before about how i i gotta be honest i would much more rather see a justice league movie with the tone and sort of feel of the avengers yeah you know um there's something about it seems like dc prepare for disappointment is what i'm going to say to you right now what's that Prepare for yeah, no, I, I've, I've already. <laughs> well, you know, so I guess the thing is, you know, it felt to me when we first heard about the, you know, the the new movie and everything. It's like, you know, oh well, it's a sequel. Oh, well, it's not. A, it's not really a sequel. It's kind of a sequel and a mashup. And oh, it's not really that at all. This is a this is the beginning of a new of a new franchise. And it's like they kept. Yeah. It doesn't to me feel honestly like they started from the right point. It's it feels like, and and I give Zach Zach Snyder credit for I think. Pushing it, you know, like you know, hey, look, it doesn't seem like anyone at, at Warner Brothers is interested in doing this for God knows why. Yeah. So why don't you let me do it? Well, I could add this character in my next in this next movie, and that'll be cool. And then, oh well, let's add a couple more characters, and then it'll be cool. And hey, why don't we just this will be our Marvel cinematic or our DC cinematic universe, and we'll do that. You know, it, it just sort Except of felt like we'll do things came. totally differently. Oh, yeah, exactly. So so anyway, I will say just that that's a little bit of a, a beginning to this. I really was not. Super 
confident that this was going to be a movie that I, I was going to be all that happy with. I, I'm, I'm sure there would be elements of it that, you know, just be hard not to find cool. But, you know, uh, so I'm watching the trailer and I kind of go through it. And I got to be honest, at the end of it, I was like, you know, that I'm, I'm getting more excited about it. I didn't necessarily see anything in the trailer that that got me there specifically, yeah. but there were a few things. I, I will say, and I said this to you, and I, I almost kind of laugh about it now, but I still sort of feel the same way. When I hear Batman talk for the first time, and granted, it's the you know fucking you know he's he's modulated voice or whatever with Affleck's voice, I kind of was like, that actually is kind of cool. Like I, I it sounded totally kind of it's it sounded it didn't sound like the the. You could barely understand him, like, you know, like the the growling dog that we, you know, got in the the Nolan films. But it also felt impressive. It felt sort of like, oh, shit, that actually is going to be a pretty badass fight, isn't it? There's my dog going, because it it heard me. It it thinks Chris Bale. It was like, hey, I could could do a Batman voice. (laughs) But um, the... That that was like the one moment I can say that I, I was I, you know because there's that, it's that whole shot and it's sort of uh, you know we had talked about it and I, I actually went and looked it felt to me like that was the shot from the Comic Con thing they did when well, in effect it really was just sort of the Comic Con exactly. thing they did I think they were like they knew roughly what it was going to look like and so they did something yeah. vaguely in that same same vein but yeah like the shot because I never framing. saw it good I always saw that really crappy. Yeah, cam that was, that was out of that first one but you know the new one you could definitely tell it's a completely different shot on top of the building you know all that sort of stuff yeah but like there was kind of this like ah you know maybe okay this is probably not going to be the movie i would make if given the resources but just the fact that we're gonna see this like superman batman fight and i actually do think that it might be kind of a Pretty badass fight. Based I, on Man of Steel, I'm yeah. confident about that. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm so it. I will say I came away from the trailer in general. It, it was way too dark. I, I will say I, I just there's something about Snyder's visual style. I feel like every one of his movies feels very. I told you like like they, it feels like a, like a metallic you know silverish blue. You know, haze is put over. He, he saw seven. He was really, yeah. really enamored of seven. Yeah, and he says every movie I make is going to look just it, like this. It really, it, it, it is. It's one of those things that there are things like I loved it in three hundred. In three hundred, it yeah. looked amazing. But that, and, that, but then like even when we saw, even when we saw like a uh, fucking um, uh, Watch, Watchmen. Watchmen. Thank you. It, like it looked. Very similar, like it yeah. looked basically the same, just you know, but in a, a world with more color to, to to you know base off of, but still have that really contrasty look. And I don't know, there's just something about the dark and broodiness of everything. Like I don't know, just it it, it worried me a little. So I, so what 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 do you what, what was your take? You know, I, I it's taken me longer to become excited about it. Than you like the, the the first day it was out and you and I talked about and I mean when they officially announced that we could kind of see the the full yeah, quality yeah, yeah. version the first day you and I talked about it I was kind of I was I was bummed I was just like man this movie like I wanted this movie to be something and it's not going to be what I wanted it to be <laughs> yeah yeah and so you know I've kind of had to accept that and move past it and just try to you know accept the film for what it is and and decide how much to appreciate it based on that yeah but here's what I'll say. The whole thing with with the Batman voice being modulated by the suit, 
that was something that Kevin Smith had talked about on Fat Man on Batman. I think it might have actually been the episode where he kind of addressed Ben Affleck being cast as Batman. Mm. Yeah. And of course, he was very enthusiastic because you know he, he's he thinks that he thinks he, Affleck he thinks can the play world of Affleck, including the fucking shark and jaws, the shark and jaws, as he's famously said. Uh, he he thinks the world of Affleck as an actor, and he thinks that Affleck would be particularly well suited to play Batman. And uh, and one of the things he talked about is his idea. He's like, I always thought with the Bat voice, like Batman should have some sort of like fucking voice modulator. It would disguise his voice. He would pitch it down. He could use it, you know, to, to, to kind of psychologically attack people. You know, like you know, make his voice sound like it's coming from places where he's not, and yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was, I was thinking to myself, like, that's a really good idea, actually. I mean, that's a and really, it makes sense. Like, it, it, it works it, within the context of everything we've always exactly. Heard. And it's the kind of thing you could only do in a film. Uh, or, or, you know, television show, but in some sort of live-action format. That yeah. kind of idea does not translate particularly well in a, in a comic book, as an example. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it would be perfectly suited for a film. And the fact that they're doing that, I was really... I, that, that was a plus for me. I was like, you know what? Like, that's cool. You know, somebody had a good idea, got out in the out there into the ether, and then you fucking... And then you did it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I, I appreciate how much of Frank Miller... Is, is in this movie. I mean, obviously Snyder's a big fan of Frank Miller, he said so. And The Dark Knight Returns is all over this movie, from the costume to the power suit. For, to, for I, better or shot, worse. Yeah, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's that shot of Batman sitting on top of, you know, some sort of, you know, some sort of structure, I don't know, tower, building, yeah. whatever. And he's got, you know, that fucking sniper rifle, just like in Dark Knight Returns when he's going after Two-Face. Yeah. Um, the 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 fact that they're pulling that that imagery is really cool. Whether or not it has the emotional resonance that those things have in the Dark Knight Returns remains to be seen. Yeah, but I, I got to tell you that I I really am having a resurgence of my Ben Affleck is going to play Batman. Why? Oh no, no I'm having a real resurgence of that. Like I, I it I, he's really going to have to. He is he is really going to have to do something impressive, and or, or I'm really going to have to get over it. To, to enjoy him in the film because man I, I, I tell you I'm still I'm still struggling I'm, with that I'm right there with you you, you, you kind of said I don't think we are as far apart as, as maybe yeah. uh, as, as maybe you might think I'm not I'm not like this isn't okay this is gonna be big and I'm like looking forward to it I yeah. guess I'm just I've come from zero to like three on a scale of zero to a hundred you know like I'm it I right. came I came away slightly in a slightly better position than I went going into it with is is really the thing for me and and a lot of it kind of comes from the fact that I see things like the exact thing you were talking about there and you know we we talked about this a couple of days ago the the fact that it looks like he is trying to do sort of like a a reimagining of Dark Knight Returns, you know yeah. the the con the, the you know, which some is concepts. the seminal Batman versus Superman, it, which is, story. but yeah. it it would be, and if he was doing it as a one off, you know, totally encapsulated film, I I would be in a different position. The fact Dude. that this is starting. Yeah. I agree. The Justice League just feels comp- like it doesn't. I don't really see how it's going to work well. It feels very strange. Um, I would be it, as much as I liked Henry Cavill in 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 Man of Steel or C- Cavill 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 Cavill. Um, as much as I liked him in the film, and I thought that was a good film. Yeah, 
I don't know that I thought it was a great place to jump off for a Justice League franchise. And I mean, granted, yeah. you know, people are saying like, "Well, this isn't a sequel." Uh, come on, I mean, it it, well, it kind of, I mean, it kind of is, but yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely in the same. I mean, whether you want to get you know and say like it's not a sequel, sure, I'll give you that. But it is a, it's from the same world to some degree. I mean, you know, we we are. I I don't think Cable is going to come and play Superman completely different from the way he did before. I, I think that it'll be. I, I guess what I, I guess what I was getting around to, what I wanted to say was, yeah, I would we'll have felt much better had they started off with an idea completely to its own. You know, yeah. just whereas it feels like you know, we we, we kind of talked about this with Snyder when when he has great source material to work from. He's great. He's great. Well, so then that's the thing that Coward would ask you, like, okay, it looks like he's pulling a lot from Dark Knight Returns, so why wouldn't this be a great thing? And the thing is, it's because he's not doing the Dark Knight Returns, because if he was, the end of the movie would be, you know, I mean, that that would, the, that's that would right. be the, the end, end of the movie. movie would be the end. <laughs> and, and you wouldn't have, so that's what, like, there's obviously going to be some major changes that happen to it, so... I don't know. I I feel like this is going to be somewhere in between, like su- something that he has done well, like like Man of Steel and fucking Sucker Punch or something. Like this is this yeah. is going to be the, somewhere the in that be in, in that huge valley in between those two movies. And I yeah. I, I I guess the thing I, I'm I guess I am trying to get to a point where I'm not just. Fuck it! This looks stupid and terrible, and I don't want to see it. Which, frankly, is where I was before this trailer. So yeah. when I when I watched this trailer, I said to myself, "Okay, watch it for its own, and just just see what you think." And and when I got done with it, I was like, uh, I I want to see it." You know, like I don't I don't I'm, I'm not a, I'm not yeah. like I don't like want to see it like. I want to see well, fucking like the Avengers or something, or Star yeah. Wars. It's not like, but it's more like I, I want to see it. I want to give it a fair shot. I want to try to not go into it. Um, yeah. Honestly, I want to see it like the very like first Ant-Man Transformers I saw. That's you know, the very, feel- the very oh, first okay, Transformers right. I saw was I. I genuinely was like, okay, this does do. not look good. I don't really like all the stuff that's going on here, but I. I don't want to. I don't want to color it too much with with my personal opinion. I want to give it a fair shot. Now, having done that, and, and it was just a horrible movie. <laughs> well, but you know that was the thing. Like, I think I genuinely can be honest and say that I gave it a fair shot. Genuinely. You did, you did. And I even to the point of even when the second one came out, I said, okay, let's maybe maybe I don't know whatever. And so I even gave the second one a shot, and it just it was just continually um you know made to understand that, that this is just not anything that is good it and that like, you will like it was like you kept sticking your dick in a meat grinder and you're just like maybe this time it'll be it it'll honestly be was worse than that probably as bad as that sounds that it, it, but but anyway I, that's the way I sort of am trying to handle this movie is on the meat surface I have zero in interest a jar in it of acid anyway. yeah um uh, i think that the i think that maybe the reason that i feel that you you and i are farther apart on this uh, where we may not be is that I think that I started out more excited about Batman versus Superman than you. Okay, like my excitement was not at zero. My excitement was pretty high, and my excitement is coming down. Oh, okay. Well, that that's see. that's very possible. I didn't I didn't think I didn't think you were quite as as positive as as maybe uh, as, as I maybe was, you were. I, I was early on. I was at the like at the point where it was announced. I was yeah. I was over the moon. 
Because I really, yeah. I really dug Man of Steel. I mean, not in this perfect film, but I really like Man of Steel. I really like Henry Cavill as as a, a Superman. I love I love, I, I love the, you know the cast uh, of that movie. I I, really, I I dig Amy Adams. I love Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. And so the idea that they were going to do a sequel to that that was also going to have Batman in it and was going to have Lex Luthor and you know would open up the wider sort of DC universe. Mm-hmm. I was really excited about, and then as time goes on, it, it, it to me it feels like either either th- they change what they said the movie was going to be, or I really misunderstood what the movie what they said now, the movie was going to be. I think they did change it. I think they did too because originally I, I, they were originally saying it was a Superman this is a, sequel. Like it that's was right. this is a sequel to Man of Steel, which is why it's got the whole goddamn cast back. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and we might get a cameo or a glimpse or or some connection but like now it's it's just full on Batman and Superman probably a decent amount of Wonder Woman and Aquaman and yeah. who the fuck else knows and, you know and Lex Luthor and probably some other people yeah and so it was more and more so like as time was going on I was like this doesn't really feel like a Man of Steel sequel to me anymore and yeah. then you see the teaser and you're like there's nothing about this movie that in any way looks like it's a sequel to Man of Steel and then Henry Cavill comes out and says, you know, it's not really a sequel to Man of Steel. It's, it's, it's really more its own thing. And I'm like, I know. That's what I've been fucking saying. <laughs> and so, you know, and I'm like, all right, so I guess if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But to me, it is emblematic of the bigger problem I want to talk about with DC and their properties. And that is this whole, you know, the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, has been defined by a... Uh, a continuity between the properties. Yeah. You know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. takes place in the same universe that the Avengers films do, same universe that the Daredevil series takes place in, and, uh, and, and on and on and on. And that shared universe, that shared continuity is fantastic. It, it's something, as a comic book fan, I... I've been wanting to see my whole life. And up till now, you know, you've only had that kind of thing in, in a few television series like Buffy and Angel that, that crossed over into each other. Some of the sci-fi, like the sci-fi original series, like Eureka and Warehouse 13, they, they, yeah. they have a, a shared universe that, uh, that those shows take place in and characters will cross over and, and things but, like that. But, but you never thought you'd see it on the scale that we've seen it on. No, and, and not with those characters. Yeah, it, exactly. Like, full-on, you know, individual movies with each of the characters, and then, you know, after each of them have a couple of movies under their belt, a sequel with all of them. All yeah, of them, or, you know, a team-up picture. Yeah, I mean, just, just never thought that would happen. Never. And it's fantastic. I love it. It's one of the things about... It's one of the things about Marvel's Marvel Studios venture that I'm so excited about. Yeah. And it's worked. I mean, you, you can't argue that it's really not worked well. incredibly well. Like, th- no, that's the thing. Like, fine. I don't think the Marvel movies as a whole have... I mean, it, you know, you, you can kind of say, like, you know, well, you've got, you know, DC has, has had, you know, the the Nolan uh, Batmans, which have, have done hugely Fantastic. successful. Yeah. Man of Steel did hugely successful. But I do think they have a longer history of... Um, no, they just they don't have a that that big picture like you're talking about. They don't. Yeah. They movies don't, have always been isolated. Yeah, you know? it's like they almost always. They almost intentionally do that. I I sort of almost feel like they do it because then, then they're like, well, that way if one of them doesn't do well, it doesn't sort of hurt the others or something like yeah, that. And I, I, like to me, I'll be honest. Just there's some of the Marvel movies it. I don't think hold up as well as other of the Marvel movies. Sure. Uh, on 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 a whole, I think that they all are are pretty 
pretty good. And so it does in but it's like it's almost like they're not afraid to do that. Like let's be honest, the Hulk, the Hulk they've tried a couple different times and they essentially I mean I guess Marvel Marvel has only tried it once prior to the Avengers, but um directly whatever you want to say. But still it's like one of those things like they were just like, "Okay, look, maybe that didn't work out as well. So let's do let's you know do this yeah. or hey, this this maybe person Hulk is doesn't going to work come as back. well in a solo film." Yeah. As he does in a team up movie or yeah. whatever. And, or the actor we picked for that one, you know, it, it isn't going to come back. So let's just it's like they don't let anything sort of stress them out or, or yeah. I'm not saying we, stress them out. We but know just, the character of the Hulk yeah. works. Yeah. You know, but maybe it just doesn't work in the way we've attempted it. So we'll just keep we'll just keep trying different things. Exactly. It's, it, it just seems like they are they're they're more aware of of like, you know, what is great about comic books and they have 100% I feel like brought as much of that as they can to filmmaking. Yes. And I think that has been a great thing. Whereas I agree. Even though I think the the, the the Batman movies and Man of Steel and things like that, as as awesome as I think they are, I don't think that they're as much. I don't think of them as much as comic book movies. No, that's exactly as the Marvel right. movies are. They they, they they're do, good movies that happen to be based on comics, but they're not comic book movies. Exactly, and you know, and some people say like, well, maybe that's maybe that's better, or I'd rather have that. But I, I, I just it's fine. It's fine. But I mean, now we've had those for a while with Batman, and I, I would like to see. I'd like to see DC, frankly, rather than Try just say, we're going to counter-program. We're going to do something different. You know, Marvel's doing this. We don't want to just be doing what Marvel does. Okay, you know, just just take the successful formulas from things. I mean, surely you look at stuff at other movies and say, hey, this worked well over here. Hey, this actor is, is really popular over here. You, you let other things that have happened in the industry direct decisions, I'm sure. So mm-hmm. why not take this one thing that has, has been very clearly a successful formula and... And, and and make some part of it your own. It's it's almost like they intentionally just don't do that because you know it's like I, almost like I think they somehow would think that's like you know admitting they failed or you know they, which I, I don't even think you could say that. It's like look, you you have had some successful you movies. Really, you've had great successful movies. Just you can still make those. Like that's, that's right. the one thing I, I I love about we we talk about you know Star Wars. Going back to it for a second, we're gonna have one off Star Wars movies that yeah. are not in the main you know canon t- stuff. I mean, I guess they're gonna be canon, but they're not they're in the main. Canon. They're they're not. They're not, you know, about like, episodic. The, you know, they're like not the Skywalker saga, basically. Exactly. They don't so, have I mean, anything to do with that. Necessarily. And, and and you know, the Marvel movies. I think you could even kind of say that. You know, because um, yeah. like Iron Man three was all a dream, <laughs> right? The um, actually, but, I, I I wish that I wish they would do one of those Marvel <laughs> like those Marvel one shots. Yeah, yeah. Where he, where he does like you know ah like wake up and it, it, in Marvel. Iron Man three was all dream. That's gonna be fine. But uh, I, I just I feel like now you know before when it when it did honestly feel like okay look we, we can't take a chance on these things every time because it's such a big expense and what if it doesn't work out now it's sort of been shown that look these are pretty reliable money makers as long as they're and you know, they support done well. each other that's the thing they support yeah. it's like you know exactly. it's like, well, you know like I wasn't so much into Iron Man three but that is in no way going to stop me from saying exactly you know exactly the, the second Thor movie matter of or fact the I think Soldier it, or any of that I think it helped me going back when we did our, our Iron Man three it helped me go back afterwards you know having you know recently kind of gone back and watched Avengers and everything else to kind of be like, yeah, you know what? It's, Hey, it's still, you know, still some of the characters that I like, you know, from that. And, you know, it, it, it elevated the, the, you know, the level of some other movies that I wasn't as happy about because, you know, I am, I do like those, you know, characters and other, other things. Um, I, you know, I feel like at this point we're kind of beating a dead horse, but I do, 
Well, I, let, let me just let me just make a couple of points here. No, I think quickly. you should move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead. The thing, the thing I was going to say is that um, DC has. I get I get the feeling that they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants over there. Absolutely, I, I get a feeling like they're kind of making this shit up as they go along. And they've announced a lot of movies. You know, like like the big thing before the Batman v Superman trailer came out. The big thing was Suicide Squad. There was all of these details about Suicide Squad. Yeah, and, which I. <laughs> I actually and think honestly, sounds like the most interesting of the DC shit they're doing. That's like the fact they're making a Suicide Squad movie. I'm like, I am there yeah. on day fucking one. Yeah, no question. That sounds fucking awesome to me. I thought that uh, Jared uh, Jared Leto, or maybe it's Leto. I can't remember how to pronounce his yeah, last name. Yeah. But anyway, Jared Leto being cast as the Joker. I was like, you know what? That is a good idea. That is a really good idea. I like that a lot. And just all of these things about you hear the rumor that, that Will Smith's going to be a uh, dead shot. No, I never heard that. I, anyway. I oh, I'm sorry. I really thought no, just like I, oh, what's I, going I, on? I, I anyway, but I, I'm down for all of that. I think that sounds really, really cool. Yeah. But the problem is that DC they haven't really defined this all that well, but they have intimated, they have said things to the effect of. We aren't really interested in having a shared continuity because we like to do different things. So, you know, like, you know, Joker and Suicide Squad might not be the same Joker that pops up in, you know, like in a future Batman movie or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, like I, I get, I get where that sounds like a great idea. It's like, you know, oh, we, we can just, you know, cause this way we're not tied to continuity. We can do all kinds of stories and just do whatever we want. I'm like, if you really thought that was a good idea, then why did the new 52 happen? Yeah. If just, if just, you know, wild, you know, you can do anything you want cause we've got infinite earths and you can do any version of Batman that you want to, or, you know, whatever. If that works so well, then why did you stop doing that? Yeah. Because it was a fucking mess. You created a fucking mess. Everybody on Earth knows you created a fucking mess. And then you retconned your way out of it by pressing the reset button. You should have learned your lesson at that point. Of course, I, 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 I feel like the shared continuity thing, the only reason they're not doing it is because Marvel is doing it. Hey, that's exactly I, I 100% agree with you there. It's I, like, well, Marvel's got a nose, too. I don't see you cutting yours off. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's like to I mean, at what point it's like okay, Marvel Marvel is doing comic book movies. Yeah. What, you know, I mean, like like what? Oh, and you, there's obviously going to be similarities Marvel. between certain things. I Just hear Marvel this, uses the color red in their films. Oh, yeah. we shouldn't do that. Um, which although if you've watched the last couple of their films, they don't use red. They use like muted magenta. They use muted you know? burgundy. Um, but anyway, I I I totally agree with that last point. I, the one thing I do think that is I. I think if you look at like the Marvel movies prior to Marvel Studio or uh, Marvel Studios yeah. sort of taking the helm, like which I guess started with what Iron Man, right? Uh, Iron. Well, yeah, Iron Man was the first one that Marvel Studios did. That yeah. Marvel Studios did, and see, prior that's the to thing. that, it was you know Blade, X Men, Fantastic exactly. Four, which I mean, admittedly, I think they did well. I mean, you had you had a couple of you know the sure. X Men films were really good. You had you yeah. know, a couple of the Spider Man films, especially for their time, were very. Oh yeah, good. The Spider Man films. Were huge. If you if you take those things in their context, like when they came out. Amazing, you know. As we saw with things like X Men, and we've talked about Spider Man, you go back and watch them now. Eh, they don't hold up quite as well. Although, yeah. it, admittedly, I really do think it's just that we've we've now seen what can be done yeah. with with these films. We're, we're um, way spoiled, exactly. So, so anyway, what I was going to say though is the fact that um, you saw with when they when Marvel Studios started, they started, and I guess it's Kevin Feige, right? Yeah, like he he's, he's he really yeah he he really started with a very clear vision 
of what it was that he wanted to do. And to be honest, it it to me felt very much like what the comic book thing was to do, not the movie thing to do per se. But it's like, hey, look, we have this great, we have all these great franchises and all these great characters that work in comic books. Why are we not doing some of the same things? Story arcs that carry over, uh, crossovers between characters, shared worlds and talking about villains and things that are going on and shared um, uh, experiences that happen within these worlds. Why why aren't we doing that? We we know we want to make these other movies. Why don't we just... Leave a little few hints, because let's be honest, the first couple of movies didn't have anything more than really just those last little teaser things. That they I'm had Nick that Fury. I'm here to talk about the Avengers Initiative. Exactly. And you, heard, you heard the words Nick, Fury, and Avengers, and you lost your mind. Shit, exactly. And that's why it really worked. And when Tony Stark showed up in The Incredible Hulk, oh, yeah. when you saw fucking General Ross standing next to Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark, you were like, oh my god. God, this is happening. This is going to happen. You, even then, yeah. I don't know that I still believed it would happen. Like, I, I really was like, how, how are they going to pull all these people together? Like, I just, yeah. I couldn't fathom. But sure, contractual enough, they did. obligation is the answer well, to that. But question. that's the thing. They went out with a plan. They, yes. they knew. They started off with a clear cut plan. They tried and, to get Chris Evans for nine pictures. They were like, yeah. we want you for a nine picture deal, and he's like. I'll do five. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, even even that, though. I mean, think of that. That's insane. I'm guaranteed I'm going to be paying Captain America in five films. Who would have yeah. fucking thought that would happen, you know? Well, this is, but, like, nobody worked that way. I mean, if you yeah. got somebody for three films, you were lucky. Exactly. Well, But Marvel was just like, fuck it. We, like, this is how we need to do it. Exactly. We'll make it happen. And, and what do you know? It's worked out for everyone, I think. I think it's even too, the actors that are maybe not crazy well. about their contracts, like, I, I think... Uh, uh, Renner, I think, isn't crazy about some of the, you know, uh, yeah. stuff. But I mean, let's be honest. It's I, I, I can't, I can't believe that he's going to court. To he's going to buy it, a bunch know? of Nick. He's going to buy a bunch of Nicholas Cage's old castles that he had to sell <laughs> off. And, exactly. You know, he'll, so he'll deal with the it. The thing I was getting around to is the fact that that's the thing that bothered me about this whole DC thing is. It doesn't feel like there's a plan. Well, it, I don't think it doesn't feel like a, there was a plan. There was not a plan until. Sort of it it came about like they started off with hey we're going to do Man of Steel two and it's like right. you know um, and, and to be honest with you I and don't you're think like, obviously it was a successful film successful film I think obviously. I think it's good I think stepping I called point it a successful film. and then Sorry some somewhere in there and I don't remember the exact details of it but it's, but essentially somewhere in there um, they kind of the idea got into Zack Snyder's head that you know what. What if, you know, what, what are we Batman? doing with the DC stuff? Like, you know, what could I put, you know, what about putting Batman in or whatever? You know, and it just kind of sort of happened. And it does sound like he was the driving force. And I think there's another guy that you were talking about. David um, Goyer. Who was it? David Goyer, the guy David that, Goyer, uh, yeah. And like, wrote they the, kind of the said, like, you know, hey, what if, we, what if we brought him in? What if we have Batman in, in the next Superman movie? And then, you know, that's that we could kind of... You know, go from there, and oh, what, what if we had Wonder Woman in there? Why don't we just let's just make this the fucking the, the prequel to a Justice League movie? You know, it's yeah. like they almost are admitting that they want to do the same stuff as Marvel, but they're just not doing it in the same way. And because the, the they biggest, want to be different, and it's like, how different do you need well, to be? The, why don't you Why don't you be successful and and not worry about? <laughs> Well, and, I mean that's the thing. The it is stuff. a little hard to say. I mean, they have been successful with with the way they're doing you're, it with a lot right. of films. So you're, you're it, right. it's a little hard to just say like you're doing it wrong. I do think it's one of those things where it's like saying, "Look, you can do basically a lot of the same stuff you're doing. You could just also be putting this on it. You know, if you just if you just sat down first and made a little bit of a plan." And the thing I was getting around to is the one that the one time that it made this to me 
a very obvious thing was we hear about Batman being added in to Superman, and then uh, like a month or two later, when you know it's like it's a, a day or two before Marvel was scheduled and had been scheduled for like weeks to make their announcement of like the future cinematic universe. Oh, stuff. right. Well, they, they, they did that big press conference. They talked about the Infinity War. Exactly. They laid all that out, but that was like announced weeks prior, and and yeah. and we all know that Marvel has been planning these things. For a long time, it's like it's like Pixar. You know, they have yeah. three, four, five years movies down down the road. They already they've know got their, they're they've got their films charted out to like twenty twenty eight or something. It, like exactly. That. So something ridiculous. That was a known, and then all of a sudden, kind of out of nowhere, a few days before DC tries to come out, like we're going to do. Uh, okay, we've got Batman versus you know, Superman versus Batman, and then we got. Uh, a Wonder Woman movie after that, and then we're gonna have an Aquaman movie and a Flash movie down the road, and it was like Flash from the TV show. Hell no, hell because no. we don't do shared continuity. Oh, it's different versions of the Flash. I'm like I don't oh, care if that one is no popular, way, people like it. You know, we're we're gonna do something different. It's just it, it really does feel very reactionary. You know, yeah. as much as they want to kind of I think pretend like they aren't doing like we're gonna do something different, they still in essence, do a lot of the same things and, yeah. and just, you know, they, they they want so badly, I think, to have what Marvel has. What Marvel has, but they don't, but they don't want to do it like, the way that, well, they don't want to do it the way Marvel is doing it. Like, yeah, you know, they, they, they want don't want to do it seem like, oh, we got caught with our pants down yeah. and Marvel fucked us in the theatrical realm. Yeah. Because they're, because this thing, DC's used to having the Superman, you know, Christopher Reeve series, the fucking, you know, Tim Burton Batman movies, the Nolan Batman movies. I mean, DC really, is used to being top dog with their comic book Before Spider-Man, they were. I mean, before Spider-Man dropped, not, they, there was exactly. no, there was no Marvel movies to speak of. I mean, I guess you had maybe Blade before that, but I mean, yeah, I, I, Blade. No, no offense. It's that's not a that's not that the scale a of a Superman, a Spider Man, those kind yeah. of characters. No. But they had the world to themselves in terms of comic book movies, as it were before, before that. Yeah. And those movies still hold up pretty well. I, you know, I it's it's but but at the same time, it's just like they there's no reason that they can't be doing. Um, uh, you know, uh, we, there's we, no we've reason they can't be doing what Marvel's but... doing. The last thing I want to say about this is something that you and I were talking about the other night on the phone, and it's just all. I just, I would at least like for DC to say something like, you know what? We approached Bruce Tim and asked him to be our Kevin Feige and asked him to sit at the top of this mountain and just be the guy that figures all this stuff out because there's probably nobody that is more passionate about. DC characters, Justice League in general, yeah. than that guy. And, and for those who don't know, Bruce Timm's the guy that did uh, the Batman animated series, and then later on uh, the Justice League series. You know, but somebody like Bruce Timm, somebody like Dwayne McDuffie, one of these guys that worked on worked on the Justice League series that that really understands DC characters in and out. Yeah, if they had even approached somebody like that. To kind of be their Kevin Feige and say, "Look, we need somebody who's got vision and passion for this to to, to basically steer the boat." If they had even attempted to do something like that, I would give them more credit. But it just—I mean, it literally—and and also, feels if like, they had done that before announcing the first movie in the series, yeah, like yeah. that was a—that's a big sticking point for me. Is it feels like things are being shoehorned in no, it's just to like something, really and it just. To me, it's like, okay, it will never be able to be as good as you want it to be because you've already are trying to do... It's like, you should... you Honestly, this would have been the perfect time to reboot. Man yes. of Steel was awesome, and I'm not even saying necessarily they couldn't have had... Um, 
Well, I mean, in fairness, they may be doing exactly that. They may be, they may, may basically just be saying, you know what, we like Henry Cavill as as a uh, as Superman, but yeah. otherwise, forget Man of Steel. This I guess, but new, I still find I, I, I know you, they you say that it that. seems completely different. To me, it feels very much in the same world. I, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it's just the, what I took away from Man of Steel. But, but anyway, I, I, I don't, I don't feel like that. There's any way possible that they are just. Uh, well, and, and okay, then even if they are, they're doing it shitty. The way they're doing it in this, in this, uh, at least from what we've seen so far, I told you the other night. My only, my only real hope. As we talk, I'm getting more and more depressed. This, <laughs> damn you! I, I had gotten myself to a point where I wasn't completely move, depressed. Move, move on to James Bond, quick. But, um, but anyway, I, I, I will say this is a teaser, and, and like, hopefully, this is just all fake footage. Like, he comes out and fucking they made some huge deal with Ben Affleck. Look, just pretend that you're going to be Batman for a few months it's for the all next a big year. And and then the movie comes out, and it's a and it's a fucking like. Full on Bruce Tim animated Justice League movie, and and that's what we get. I, I you know what? Me. I'd be fucking fine with that. I would be I'd Suits be out of me. out of my seat if I walked in there and like the live action footage plays, and all of a sudden you see it like tear in half and go off, that's and right. just all like, fuck that. Animated. It's an animated Justice League movie with a three hundred million dollar budget. Oh, I'd be all about it. Yeah. So I guess what I want to say is because we've been kind of running this thing down. I wish them nothing but success. I, I, I mean, Batman is my favorite comic book superhero. You know, I, I am a Batman fan through and through, and I want this to be good, and I want it to really kick ass. I'm just worried about it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm just worried about the people running it. I'm worried about the vision behind it, and, and I hope that the movies. I hope that the movies are really good. I hope that my fear is unfounded. My my, my last little thing to tie into you're you're, you're you're exactly right. I really do hope that it ends up being that way. We are probably the biggest fans of like DC's straight to video stuff. Like, oh yeah, I mean, they, I they just have, watched Batman versus Robin last night. As a matter of fact, I picked it up yesterday. Yeah, I, and this the Gods and Monsters, or whatever the Gods next one that Monsters, Bruce yeah, is doing. Yeah. Like, I and, and the 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 original run of Justice League, and I even liked Unlimited, although it wasn't yeah. as good as the original run of it, but. Those are just some. That was great TV. It was just oh, great dude. TV. It did really, you know, beyond um, yeah. its animation and superheroes, whatever. It was just really good shows. I, I'd be the first one to hope that they do, you know, things that I like as much as I like that stuff. I just, me too. Um, you know, we 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 hopefully. Um, hopefully, the end result will be uh, better than what we're we're sort of afraid it's going to be right now. I agree. Let's. Uh, why don't we close the show out? Let's talk about some other trailers because there have been quite a few. So let's just weren't run there th- just through. those two last week? Sure. Yeah, I mean that was it. Let's let's just talk about some of these others real quickly though, just to get some quick impressions. Um, we got a second full trailer for the Fantastic Four. Yeah, get a big look at the thing. Get a little look at Doctor Doom. Much more of a sense of the story. No longer. You know, the Fantastic Four, oh, we're on an experimental space flight. Now we're on an experimental interdimensional travel sort of flight. It's really not a flight. It's mostly they get into they get into a phone booth that somebody has, has, has put at a 45-degree angle. They get into the phone booth, and then they go, like, to another dimension, and, and it, fucks their, it fucks their cellular shit up, is what I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> my... My two-sentence summary on the trailer is that it looks like it could be good, and I certainly like a lot of the people who are in the film, just in terms of casting and so forth. Um, but it, to me, feels exactly like everything that 20th Century Fox has been doing and maybe what DC's kind of been doing. 
uh, as well, and that is it feels like a action or sci-fi movie based on a comic book as opposed to a comic book movie. There's there's a really distinct difference in how it feels as yeah. opposed to the Marvel stuff that Marvel Studios is actually doing. Not to say that it can't be good, obviously, but yeah. just that it feels distinct. I, I'm I'm with you there. It just it feels it 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 just it feels a little bit like I don't know if it. It does to me feel a bit half-assed. Like it just doesn't really feel like a, a just a really great. You know, we're going to take you know Fantastic Four and make a great run of it. And both of us, as I think opposed about- to like, like the X Men First Class, where you're just like, yeah. I mean, they were just like, you know what, we are going to make a fucking kick-ass movie that has X Men in it. it. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's it just it looks okay. I, I will say that this most recent trailer um, probably made it look. As good as it has ever looked. I mean, you know, it, it, yeah. in terms of, uh, you know, looks like there's a, a little humor. Although, to be honest, it doesn't like there weren't those lines in it that are just like, oh, that's gonna be. Fun. I can't wait to see that. You know, it's just it, you guys, yeah, you, you guys. guys. And I, I don't know some of the some of the, I don't know some of the choices they made. Again, it just looks really like dark and broody and stuff like that. It's like, you know, why can't you just make fucking... I mean, I guess you could look, point to the, the first Fantastic you know, Four movies. I, I, you and I spoke... Yeah. Fantastic Four, just as a whole, not my cup of tea. You know, just never... Never yeah. it was quite yeah, as... It was, as it was, uh, I was never a huge fan of it. I mean, yeah. certainly not as much like X-Men or something. Well, and I was... You know, I said to you, and I, I think you agreed, was like, it, this reminds me a little bit of Ant-Man, which I know we'll talk a little bit about in a second. Yeah. But it's like... Yeah. It feels like it'll be, you know. I'm like, okay, I, you know, I'll, I'll probably see it, but I'm not. There's nothing about it that is just really grabbing my attention. Whereas with Ant Man, at least I'm like, okay, this is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I do exactly. think that more than like, like that, that gets me in the door. Whereas with Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, I don't have that, you know. But it, but on the scale. I will say it makes me feel pretty similar. The, the new Ant-Man trailer changes that a little bit, but prior to, to the most recent one, I really had just sort of a, okay, you know, I, yeah. it doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look especially good either. It just looks, meh, okay. It, it, it and, didn't get you particularly excited. But but knowing that it's part of the Marvel Universe, maybe, you know, Marvel um, Studios, I guess I should say, really, is the fact that it's not just... Part of the well, Marvel Universe, but it's part the of the team that have put cinematic universe. exactly the teams that have put together this other stuff. So I, I feel like okay, I I feel like I'm probably going to like this movie as as a whole. Whereas Fantastic Four doesn't have that. Frankly, Fantastic Four is coming from Universal, which most of their movies have been Fox. very similar. Like we said with with the DC, with the uh, Warner Brothers stuff, it's just. It's like it's its own thing. It's kind of trying to do its own thing. This sort of feels like a sci-fi movie that just, you know, like you said, just happens to have superheroes in it. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not... I don't even know that I'm, like, need to see it in theater excited about it. I mean, we might, you know, if it, if it's, you know, for whatever. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm opposed to it, but it's just like... If it were my, if it's my own money and you know my own choice, I, I don't even know that at this point I'd, I'd see it in theater. I'd probably try to catch it on, you know, Blu-ray or... Right. Watch it later or something like that. What? What about you though? I, you know, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm slightly more curious about it than you are. But my level of excitement is about the same. Yeah. 
So you mentioned Ant Man. Let's talk about Ant Man real fast. We okay. got a new trailer for that. We yep. got to look at Yellow Jacket. We got definitely a, a, a bigger sense of the story, a little bit more from sometimes. In some cases, a smaller sense of the story. Oh, <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? Right? Am I right? Because he can oh, trick them. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Uh, but you know, got like more. You see, I don't know, Brent, if you understand Ant Man as a character. He one of his he, abilities is he can shrink. He gets smaller. Okay. But he has that proportional size thing like yeah, that, so he's exactly. incredibly strong, and he can control ants with his mind. I didn't know like if you got Aquaman. it. It sounds like you don't understand that, man. Anyway, uh, I was definitely more excited after this trailer than I was the first one. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say that um, that's not to say that I'm really excited. Just more excited it, than I was. I wish, in a way, this had been the first trailer we saw. Yeah. Because I think in a way, if it, if I'd started with this trailer, I think I would be a little more excited because I think I would not have already kind of lowered my expectations a little bit. Like like frankly, yeah. is the way I did with the first couple of teasers we got because uh, I think we had two teasers before now. I think I maybe I'm wrong, but anyway, the at least one, maybe two, at least one. I know we had, but I, I think maybe there's two. But anyway, we kind of got this look, and I was just like, okay, yeah, you know, I want to be excited about this. But I I'm just too. not, you know? I, I want to love it. And, and I didn't follow Ant-Man all that closely. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I, read, I read a bit of it. And and, and I, I know that, like, you know, within the comics, the character of Hank Pym is, is, yeah. is pretty highly regarded. And I never read it enough to really have that level of appreciation for it. But I'm really curious about it. So I'm like, I want to give this a shot. I really want it to be good. I love, I love that fucking Michael Douglas. Like, to me, this is like, you know, it's like them getting Robert Redford. You know, to uh, to be in in the second Cat movie, um, or, or you know, like Jeff Bridges to be in the original Iron Man. They've managed to get some really, really great talent in these yeah. movies. I'm super excited about seeing Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. Um, I, I like Paul Rudd. I, I've not really seen him in this kind of movie before. Yeah, but I, I don't want to be that kind of like all he can do is comedy. Like I don't want to be that kind of type, yeah, yeah. Kind of, that typecasting guy. So I really am ready to give him a shot. I like Evangeline Lilly. I, I mean, on and on and on. All the elements are there for me to like this film, but nothing about the trailers has grabbed me in the way that like Guardians of the Galaxy did. I felt yeah. the same way when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. I was like, "What? Yeah, we, was like, like like that's going to be like your new like like you're really going to push for that? Like of all the things of all the things you could, could be do, doing, you're going to do fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, and then that's lo and behold, the priority. you know, make, maybe one of the best Marvel movies have ever made. You know, probably my favorite movie from last year. Yeah. You know. I mean, like, and, and that's the thing. Like, the second I saw the trailer, I said, I have got to see this movie. Like, yeah. I, I am maybe more excited about this than anything else. And maybe. And it totally paid off. And maybe this is a, a situation where, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. And, and it's just the, the elements that we will really like just don't play for a trailer really well. You know, yeah. like, may, maybe. And there's movies like that. There's yeah. totally movies like that. I mean, and, like, like some of the sort uh, of. Deeper subject matter, character, you know, things uh, yeah. just maybe don't aren't designed to play to that. Who who knows? But I tell you, I will say there was one moment, it, like that little gag moment where you know you, you see the train coming for him, <laughs> and then it, it cuts back and you see that little toy train just like it's like a Thomas the Train like on yeah. his little table, like I, like I thought that was pretty awesome, and like that it, was pretty funny. It yeah. kind of almost did make remind me just a hair of like the the very first. Uh, Guardians trailer a little bit that like you know okay we're we're gonna have that humor element maybe a hair yeah. more in this than we do in like our Iron Mans and Captain Americas again had this been the very first thing we saw I think we would have a more positive outlook on it as it is 
As it is that this is probably one of, if not the last trailer, like major trailer we'll see. I mean, there'll yeah, be we'll there'll be there'll be TV trailers. We'll have and like stuff. probably one more trailer and then like a bunch of TV spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I don't know. I guess in in one respect, I'm almost hoping that you know that's that that's the case. Is we'll once we get to the the movie, it'll it'll just be something that you know we we just couldn't quite get you know until we yeah. until we see the whole film. I and and I have was, faith in the 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 you know people that that have been yes. putting these things together that that's not that that doesn't just seem like you know uh, ill placed uh, faith you know I, I think as a as I a agree. rule that'll that 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 will probably be more likely the case. Uh, let's talk next about uh, I know I know this is different in our list here, but let's talk next about Spectre. Let's talk about the new James Bond movie. Okay. Got a new trailer for that. Still a teaser at this point. Yeah. Just getting the 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 slightest kind of feelings of what the story might be about. Something from Bond's past. Someone from Bond's past uh, that that is presumably involved in this you know this this organization that has been. Uh, that has been in the shadows, you know, since uh, since Casino Royale. Yeah, and um, I'm really really excited for this one. You know, we got to the end of Skyfall. It was like you know because when they started Casino Royale, they said like what we want to do is we want to tell the story of how James became Bond. Yeah, became 007. And when you get and that- to the end of Skyfall, you're like they're done with that story. Yeah, James Bond is now James fucking Bond. Yeah. And so it, and it, it took felt him like three movies to tell two movies worth of a story of that. Yes, it did, didn't it? Who yeah. cares about that second one? Um, so I, I, I mean, was come on, really, Quantum really, of Solace. What does that even fucking mean? Yes. What is, I don't even know what the hell that means. I don't know what the hell that means? All I know is this little pan character shows up, <laughs> waiting for me to run my truck straight through it with light coming out of his mouth. Anyway. I'm really excited for this new James Bond because it too. feels like they're no longer tied to that sort of mandate of this is this is an evolving story of how James becomes 007. It's now like now we can do our take on the traditional 007, you know, traditional James Bond movie. Because now we have that same character yeah. of James Bond that was in all those films and I'm very very interested to see what they do. I think that it's going to have uh, the more serious tone that the Craig films have typically had, oh, yeah, yeah. and I know that that I know that hits and misses with with different people. Sure, but uh, I'm a, I'm a big like Skyfall is one of my favorite Bond films ever. I really love Skyfall. I'm glad Sam Mendes is back for this one. So I'm pretty excited about Spectre. I uh, I'm I'm with you. I'm definitely very excited to see what they do. I actually I love the cast that they put together for this, mm-hmm. mainly because we've got fucking. Um, uh, Dave Batista, Batista. Uh, playing, playing uh, Mr. Mr. Hinks, I think. Yeah, or something, something like, that. like that. And also um, the guy that played Moriarty in um, uh, yeah, Sherlock. Yeah, in Game of Shadows. Yes, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I feel. Or, no, 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 you're talking about the, the Sherlock BBC series. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. The, um, I, was thinking of the, I was thinking of the guy from Mad Men did the movie. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, no, he, yeah, he's he's awesome. He was awesome in, uh, in, in Sherlock. So I'm. I'm very excited to see what they do. Also I'm kind of hoping Waltz. because I feel like those those two specifically are a little more. I feel like they can be a little more animated to a degree. I don't mean comically like goofy animated, but just a little more of a character 
in the in the in the vein of like like something we were talking the other night. I don't know that I really as as much as I do. I like Daniel Craig. I think he's done a good job, but I don't think that these first three movies are what I would necessarily say are great Bond movies. Like they're really good on their own, but like they kind of I think do miss on a lot of the things that made Bond great. You know the 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 thing Bond really was a lot more. Uh, uh, light-hearted. He took things a little less seriously, even though you know the things that were going on were much more serious. I mean, it's just a sign of the times of the, when the films were made. But right. I do think a lot of that does get kind of missed when they get more serious. I think that's why, frankly, a lot of people they they sort of either like the Conneries, uh, you know, and I, I think maybe the Conneries and even the uh, Roger Moores fall a little more to the same side of say like a Timothy Dalton. Like you know, the the Timothy Definitely. Dalton always were were considered you know a little darker. Dalton in tone. was like the first pass at like what, did, what they're doing. Like Dalton was the first Daniel Craig. Da- exactly, Dalton and they Daniel Craig are definitely on the same Dalton. vein. Yeah, yeah, they were and, trying to do with Dalton what they're doing successfully with Daniel Craig. Yeah, well, and and I even think that those movies were again really good movies. I just even back then I didn't think they were great Bond movies. Like they felt right. They they yeah, just felt I, a little different and. Particularly, particularly, license to kill. License to kill is that's yeah, it's pretty. It's very unbond like. Exactly. Although it's kind of a cool change of pace in that it's just you fuck with Bond's people, Bond fucks your entire. Well, that's world. the thing. Like, we, it's like where's your world? It's on fire, and there's James Bond holding the match. Well, and I got be honest, you. One of my favorite Bonds is on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I love it. Oh yeah, blazing. It's got a. It's just got a different tone. It still has that sort of. Uh, cheeky, get kind of you know, but but he was even more serious. Like he was, I yeah. think, a little bit, very small mouth though, in that vein of of the the, the character of Bond that we end up seeing in uh, stuff with uh, with Craig. We know, well, I was gonna say more specifically oh, with, Dalton. with uh, Dalton, and then well, Dalton is kind of a continuation. Like you you see that is. whole thing with with I mean, spoiler alert at the end of. Our Majesty <laughs> serves. He gets married, and she gets killed right after it. You know, like they're it, they're like on their honeymoon, and people who are trying to kill him, they, you know, they do like a drive by on the car, and she gets hit. And I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, oh, it's, it's like, I mean, it's, for, for as sort of goofy as a lot of the movie is, it yeah. still had some really more serious beats to it. Um, it's a serious, a serious gift. And then they go but, to Roger Moore, which you know, other than the 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 first movie is is played much more serious. But the, like later, they start getting really, you know, you get goofy. to to Moonraker and things like that, where it's just you know, jump the shark or whatever. But yeah. I, but even those, but, I yeah, like but, but, certain elements of those, you know. But it's just like they keep kind of going bouncing back and forth. And I guess I'm hoping with things having been as serious as they have been for these first three Daniel Craig movies, that it gets, I don't want to say, I'm not saying campy or lighthearted or, 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 you know, but I just, I hope it gets to be a little more of an adventure, you know, like, like it's about like a bigger world. Like we're not just sort of yeah. like focused on this one sort of uh, thing like point. we have been for the, for the last three. And, and that, I think that's a really good point. You, you bring Spectre in, you're bringing in a villain from previous, you know, yeah. Bond movies, even though I'm sure this is, going to be a, a different take on it, you know, but it's, I feel like this is going to be kind of Spectre like... Spectre is actually the CEO of Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Bond has Bond has to stop him from, you know, buying cheap t-shirts made in Indonesia. I mean, I do, I do sort of feel like this is an opportunity for them to, like you said, do the first, like, Bond as Bond, you know, not, not like we're having to explain or take you through the, 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 the deep, dark recesses of what, you know, got him to where he is kind of thing. Like, I hope this lets him be 
the character as opposed to be, be becoming the character constantly, you know, that we, that we've sort of seen. Um, I, I really, I hope this one is just a little lighter, I guess, in tone. Um, not saying like, yeah, not saying jokey comic-y, but just, I don't know, a, a little lighter in tone. And so far the trailer really hasn't shown that, but I still sort of hope, hold out a little bit of hope because of just the fact that, you know, um, I have such trouble names. I'm blanking out again. Um, guy that played Drax, uh, Oh, uh, uh, Batista. Batista. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Um, like just the fact that, like, I think his name is like Mister Mister Hinks or something like that, or whatever. Yeah. It just it sounds like a you know odd job almost. Like it sounds like a, a character that could have a little more personality or you know a little uh, quirkiness to them. You know, and the, like he kills people by crushing their heads or something like you know some some little thing that he does <laughs> that you know makes him stand out as opposed to oh he's just another baddie that you know you it's just fight. another baddie that never talks yeah yeah i mean like i hope there's some do. sort of I, the one thing you know the one thing i did love even though they're goofy and silly but like like jaws jaws was a cool character you know yeah. I, I don't it Larger would not jaws would not work in this new these new movies i totally get that but i think you could make quirks little personality traits or things that make the characters interesting whereas everybody up to this point has felt like out of a like out of a born identity or something like they're just sort of normal, you know, uh, other, yeah. you know, well-trained assassin type people, you know, th- to fight against. Like they don't, they just didn't really feel like they had a lot of, um, diversity or character or something to them. Um, I, I don't no, know, but no I'm, I'm, I hold, I'm a huge bond fan for I know you a long, long time. So I'm, I hold out a lot of hope. I, I will say, I don't think I'm quite as much of a fan of, the tone that they're in now is say you are, but I still like the movies. Yeah. I still really do enjoy them. I guess I, I'm sort of, I would like to see some of the elements that I like from the older movies kind of make their way back in. I, I'm one of those odd birds that, you know, I, I was, I always liked, Timothy I always Dalton, liked the right? tone. I mean, that was, that was I, one Timothy of Dalton was my bond. I mean, I, I longed for, because I mean, you know, I, I really did not enjoy the Roger Moore Bond movies yeah. like when I was a kid. Yeah, you know? I'm like, actually I with always you thought that. they were a little silly. And yeah. I like the fact that the Dalton movies were trying to do a little something a little bit more serious, involve real-world espionage stuff, so forth. Sure. So I was always a big fan of those. So for me, the, these Craig movies have been really great in the sense that they uh, they are sort of more, more the tone, I guess, that I, I kind of enjoy. But... I I'm completely fine. You know, like if the movie is like what you're describing, if it's Daniel Craig and all the things that they've been doing, but it does have a little bit more of maybe like the devil may care bond as opposed to the, I don't give a fuck bond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if that distinction makes sense to you, that that's that I'm fine. I think if, it's if a good it way of putting it. Yeah. I, you know, I've always been, I'm kind of the, the Con- Connery is my bond. Like the, the yeah, very yeah, first, yeah. you know, the, First six films, and then you know after two, and then I I enjoyed Honor Master Secret Service too. Like I really like Lazenby. Like I thought, or, you know, I don't know that I think that oh he just had to be the next Bond necessarily, but I liked his take on it in that one movie. Yeah. Um, the Roger Moore ones, I will admit it, that is a little more of a guilty pleasure. Like you know more so than some of the others. Um, I mean, I guess yeah. they all are to some degree, but like there was a certain amount of like it almost reminded me of like when I watched like the old. 1960s Johnny Quest or like right. old Thunderbirds or something like that. Like it had that sort of 
bigger than life. Like they, you know, Moonraker is kind of the the, the big it's one the, where it's just it's like the ultimate example of that. And yeah. and the thing is, I will say, as a kid watching those, I mean, when when those came out and I saw them, oh, I, I loved them. I thought they were awesome. When I got into like say my twenties and look back, I, I those were probably my least favorite of them. Although there were one or two of the the Roger Moore's hey, that man. weren't bad. Uh, uh, for your eyes only is is still. I mean, in my, in my opinion, that's that's the best. Of that's his. his best. Yeah, and that but that's the thing. It's the it's the most straightforward. It's, yeah, it's not. It, that movie is not really dependent on on gadgets or larger than life villains or you know space stations. <laughs> That movie is just, you know, it's a relatively simple story, but yeah. really well told. Well, and, and that's where I think, you know, I, I, that's the thing. I think they've done so much with that franchise, and I don't really, I, I, I don't, uh, for it to have gone on as long as it has gone, I, I, I give them a lot of credit that they have done a lot of different things. They've gone more yeah. serious. They've gone way, way the other way, uh, you know, but they've... And- they managed to survive the, the yeah. Pierce Brosnan years. It, it, they they did even and, and even though we all thought who did not think that was the we thought he was going to be perfect. That, I mean that just that seemed like a dream. And I'm not going to lie, yeah. like we talked about with episode one, when I saw Goldeneye, I like loved it. And then, like I went back and watched it again not too terribly long ago, and I was just like, ah, it's, it's not, not bad, you know. I'd it's rather the play best, the game. It's the best that he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather play the game. <clears throat> but right. um, anyway, I, just last thing I say is I, I'm I'm totally with you on I, I just I sort of I would like to see them I, I like what they're doing and that we do do now have this like continued world like you know it is yeah. each movie does di- sort of directly lead into the next and there are things like it's not like I will say the old Bond it did sort of feel like a new episode of a TV show like you know the world is still sort of the same but no direct relation to the episode before it you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And I do like that about these new ones. Um, I just hope they, yeah, I hope they are able to loosen up a little bit, at least on their formula and stuff, and kind of they can do their own thing. So should be cool. Speaking of somebody who's fucking with the formula, okay. Uh, trailer number two for Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Um, pretty big, like like one of those things that like I'm almost surprised they let go in a trailer because it's a big like. It's a big spoiler, you know. It's just like one of those things that you watch like the first trailer for it, and you're like, uh, you're like, oh yeah, Terminator movie, and then like you watch the second trailer, and you're like, so John Connor's a Terminator, and he's the bad guy. Yeah, that's 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 new. I, I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll give I'll give him credit insofar as they're ripping off a lot of the Terminator series. I mean, there's like there's constant references to the, you know, come to yeah. me if you want to live, get out. Yeah. I mean, you know, on and on and on with like, you know, kind of rehashing those same jokes. And then they're like, you know, oh, we're going to do something new. It's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Well, we're going to have John Connor be sort of like RT 1000 and he's going to be the bad guy. And you're like, all right. I mean, you got me definitely, uh, definitely not something I would have seen coming, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> It, There's a part of me that almost feels like it's desperation. It's just like, oh, yeah. you know, I, like, like how can we possibly like just do like a reboot slash remake and yet have it be brand new? I know we'll make the hero the bad guy. Well, it it absolutely feels that way, and you're you, I. It does <laughs> not feel to me like oh my god, we've I've got a perfect story to to do, and guess what? This is what happens. It it, it sounds more like you know you know what we should do. We should fucking make him the bad guy. Here's a story to go along. With. Like it, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. they come up with just the one thing and then try to make it work. And I, I don't know. I've, yeah. I got to be honest. I have never been the height of my interest in Terminator. Probably 
was when two first came out. Yeah. And even then, I will say, like going back and you know, it it still holds up decently well. But even going back, you know, one was probably still a better movie. It just wasn't maybe technically better, so yeah, it's sort it, of it just, just no no budget. Yeah, the the two of those though, I think work really well. They they do kind of remind me a lot of Alien and Aliens. They feel yeah. like they yeah you know, they come from like very almost different time. I mean, well, literally different times, like different yeah. times in like you know one. Looks very different from the other, you know. The, the different sensibilities. One's exactly. more action focused. But, one's more concept focused. But they both complement each other. Like you don't feel yeah. like you know one just doesn't work with the other, or like oh they just went like they both do work really well together, even though they do feel very different. But um, I, you know, from like three on, I just sort of I, I'm like eh, you know, I can take it. Or leave I can it. take it or leave it, and. Um, I, I was I was wanting to kind of get excited about this, but like after after this most recent trailer, I do sort of feel like it's a little little like, uh, well, like you You're said, like, just hey, expert. look, there's a shark over there, and somebody just like runs over and jumps. Yeah, just like like desperation, like you are saying, like it's just kind of yeah. that you know, quick jump over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just we got to come up with something to to throw people. You know what? Honestly, what it feels like is a little bit in this time, the generation we are now, where there are so many pop culture kind of movies that are always sort of doing things like killing off a major character in a TV series or what, like there's these shock (laughs) things that you have to do to like keep people's interest. I I do almost wonder if it is a little bit that like, they just sort of feel like, look, how are we going to separate ourselves from like all the other, you know, sci-fi and, 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 and stuff that's out there these days. Well, let's, you know, let's fucking do this. People won't be expecting that. But then, like you said... It's like, you're right. They show it in the fucking trailer. So it's kind of like, like honestly, yeah. well, I think I would have been more impressed had they never kind of told you this. And we you get into the, the theater, and it's that fucking Luke, I am your father moment where you're just like, holy yeah. shit. You know, and you... you I, I actually think that that would have worked better for him, and frankly would have probably... wouldn't. It probably would have got them a bigger second weekend than they're probably going to end up having, you know, like now they'll, you know, they may have a little bit bigger first weekend, but I think it's just going to fall off. Whereas that could have actually garnered some sort of like, Oh dude, you need to go see it, man. You won't, you won't believe, you won't what, believe happens. what fucking happens. Uh, I, I have to say that my enthusiasm is cool a little bit after this trailer. Yeah. Despite the fact that, you know, they've shown us more and some of the action stuff looks really yeah. cool. Yeah. But th- there is, there's just something about that, that I don't know, like, Maybe in the context of seeing it in the film, I'll feel differently. And I'm sure, the, I'm sure there will be a certain amount of that. I, I, I think that is there, fair to say. There's just something about seeing it in the trailer. Like I, I kind of laughed a little bit. I was like, "All right, come on, seriously." It, it just, I don't know. It just felt a little, a little desperate. Like they were kind of reaching. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm interested enough in the film that I, I still want to see it and kind of, I guess, judge for myself. Yeah, it's it's again kind of like one of those where. I, I don't necessarily feel like I got to see it in the theater. I might, yeah. but I mean, it's not a, I, it's not like I'm it's breaking a down the door see. kind of thing. Let me tell you something. I am ready to break down a door and see, and it's another Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Okay. Uh, we're doing a trade a trailer section. It's a, it's a brand new section. We named it. Uh, maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll do it again in a future show. I don't know, but we'll trade a trailer this week. Again, we'll think about it. Tony says, you got to watch a trailer for me. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, it's a, it's a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm like, come on, like I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> and uh, you you told me to go and watch this trailer for Maggie. Yeah. 
And, uh, man, I gotta tell you, like, I, I watched it and I was like, dude, we have got to see this. This looks it, phenomenal. It was really interesting. Like, I had read a, a story, uh, you know, somewhere talking about it. And, and the first thing, like, the first part of the article uh, basically just said, like, you know, I, it's, it's something to the effect of, like, look, I, I may have just seen Arnold Schwarzenegger's best acting ever. And I'm not being facetious. Like, it, it, and well, and it was good. And he, you know, they weren't being facetious. Like, yeah. And and I kind of, I will admit that sort of just caught my eyes. Like, okay, well, what could he have done that would have been that way? And, he played Hamlet. And, Come on, and, um, hey Claudius, I will you admit, killed my father. Big mistake. <laughs> I will admit, like, I'm, I'm watching the trailer, and I, you know, at first I'm just kind of like, you know, not really sure ex- exactly what to expect from it. And then I really, as it kind of went on, I was like, you know, actually, he really is pretty good in this. And yeah. I actually kind of dug the the concept. I kind of, I you know, I was telling you how I loved sort of the idea of like this, you know, everything always deals with like an outbreak happens and 24 hours later the whole planet's infected, you know. And yeah. this kind of almost deals like from a perspective of like... Some people are infected. Some people aren't. It kind of it comes there's, there's on the and it takes a while. Social stigma kind and, of thing, you know. Uh, there's like a social stigma kind of you know aspect going on, as to opposed it, to just know? panic, like you know, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. losing your shit because there's a zombie. Because let's be honest with you, like the first time you hear that, I'm sure people will freaking lose their mind. I mean, you look at like when when you know we were afraid Ebola was was coming to our country. You know, people were fucking starting to freak out. And sure. I like that this sort of feels like a couple of months or maybe years down that line where this has happened s- some. It doesn't seem like it's happened real a lot, but but it's kind of like people are sort of living their lives and kind of a normal sort of handling of it the way we would handle well, you know, some a sickness, you know, any other kind of sickness. Yeah, some sort of epidemic. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I found no, that I mean, really not, interesting. Not, not our country for in real well, life. Well, yes, we no, don't, no, no. I mean, you know, come on. Well, I don't know. They they let they they essentially <laughs> let this girl out and go home. So I guess we do do that. You know, uh, essentially over here. But uh, in, in all seriousness, I, I was I was actually I thought the concept of the movie seemed interesting. You know, it, it seemed like a kind of a slightly new take than I'd seen. And yeah. I gotta be honest, I thought Schwarzenegger seemed pretty. He looks damn good in the trailer. What, what, I, mean, I mean, so, so what, what was your what was your takeaway from it? I mean, did you? My takeaway was that Schwarzenegger probably could have been doing this forty years ago. Yeah, I mean, you you go back and, and I mean, I've watched uh, I've I've watched you know Stay Hungry and some of his earlier stuff, uh, Scavenger Hunt. I mean, come on, that's that's like the we all know that's the high point. <laughs> But, uh, you know, you go back and you look at him in, uh, and I, I can't remember, actually, let me look it up here because I can't remember what year Stay Hungry was made. I want to say it was uh, like 70, oh, it was 76. So, uh, you know, Stay Hungry is just, I mean, it's just, you know, straight up uh, straight up drama. Got some really cool people, Jeff Bridges, Sally Field, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. And, I mean, you look at him in that movie and you're like, there is an actor in here, you know. There's a there's a guy in here who 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 is capable of of doing some interesting some interesting things, but it's just that his career was built on a personality and an attitude and one liners, and I don't begrudge him doing what worked um, because it was. It seems like it's paid off. It was it was it was very successful. But I mean, you look at him in Terminator. And there is a real performance going on there. What he's doing with his body language, that way that, like, that way that, you know, like, his head kind of, like, leads his eyes as he's looking around. He's like a shark, 
you know, hunting for stuff. I mean, there's a real performance quality to, to him in Terminator. And, and I maintain that I think that the, the best, like, naturalistic acting he's done in his career happens in Predator. There's moments in Predator where you, like, you see him thought processing as Dutch. And it, it does not seem like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It seems like a guy who's really in the shit trying to figure out what to do next to, to stay alive. I'm very impressed with him in there, too. So I've always kind of felt that there was an actor somewhere inside Arnold Schwarzenegger that he just had never really let out because I don't think anybody was really bringing those kinds of films to him. You know? Yeah. They were like, Oh, I've got this great idea. You know, you, you know, like you remember like the Terminator. It's just like that, except you're a fucking bounty hunter or, you know, like, you know, whatever. So, um, I think that, uh, I'm very, very excited by this because I really would like to, I guess maybe have my opinion validated. I'd like to be proven right that he, he does have this capacity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I I do think it it does make you wonder, like you know, had he done because it, it, I I don't think that you know I, I gotta be honest. I don't think his performance is gonna win any awards or anything like that in this. But I do think that it makes you wonder, like what you know. I don't. I, I I'm sure it's just a hugely tough thing. You got me. I didn't want to tell you this, but damn, the other night, uh, watching fucking Dinner for Five again. Sweet! And, um, no, it wasn't, because I was trying to go to fucking sleep, and I watched, like, a whole season of them. Uh, anyway, but, um... But it, Get more kangaroo in there! It was, <laughs> I need more kangaroo! <laughs> we were, uh... But they were, it, was, it was interesting to hear the actors talk about how... How difficult it is. Like, you know, from the outside looking in, we think this is, you know, like, oh, well, you should have made this call, but how difficult it is... To make the choices, because you got like you, you have this one role that gets you noticed, and then it's like, okay, well, I don't want to be known for that role the rest of my life, but yet I need to. I eat. need to work. I need to work, you know. Yeah. And so that's what people it's were tough. offering me. So it's tough. How many of these do I take before I start turning them down? You know, how how long can right. I go? And then how many of those other things are still being offered to me after I've taken two or three of these films? It was. That's I will right. say it's one. Of the, I mean, you know. I, we we live in a world where I think way too many people look at other people and say like oh well that's their you know oh I feel so sorry for the movie star that has everybody in their life has has issues have things they have to deal with and for an actors yeah. you know because it's such a small amount of small percentage of the you know world that that get to do that job right. and. And, and 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 so many of them that we never hear about. You know, we only we never hear about the ones that didn't make it, that didn't really turn out. Just you know, the the top upper exactly. Echelon. And those people had to make choices their whole career. And I'm sure Arnold, especially, because let's be honest, that you know he did. He's done so many movies over the years that 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 are are uh, so identifiable with him. You know, like, you don't identify, Conan, like, you know, Conan with anything but yeah. fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, you know, that's what it is. Yeah. And you have to give him credit for being that larger-than-life character. Him being it. Not just, ah, he lucked into it. I mean, he does own those roles. It makes you wonder, like, what if he had started out early in his career doing some of these other more serious things more often and, and yeah. maybe more of them and, and whatnot... If he'd chosen to do smaller roles where he's just being a character as opposed yeah. to being a one man army, it kind of you know kind of like somebody- if, he, if he'd been more like Stallone, if he if he'd made choices more like because I think Stallone did more actory roles. I, I think so too. We sat there and I, I actually think somebody maybe even as a slightly better, a little different, but like somebody like a uh, Clint Eastwood. 
you know, great, Clint, Clint Eastwood did example. so yeah. many movies that got him so sort of uh, typecast and pigeonholed in certain roles. In a, in a persona. In a, exactly. But he did finally, you know, he kind of, he would do these other things. He'd do comedies. He would do, yeah. and, and granted, Arnold did comedies too, but it's, it's. I think he did. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> ah, you know. But, <laughs> no, I, you I, think I, like I, Twins I, and stuff like that. Like, you know, he yeah, did Twins some is legit. Actually, twins is pretty Yeah, funny. he did some legit, you know, stuff. But you take all I those, actually really like Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop is a great movie. It really is. It's legit a fun movie. Um but anyway, the whole thing is, I think at some point, somebody like a Clint Eastwood was able to break out enough and become that, you know, he became yeah. known as uh, this whole body of work. And um, I don't know, it, it went down this long line to just say, like, it would be interesting to see what, you know, what what could have kind of come from Arnold. Although I think, you know, something like this looks 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 pretty solid. I'm excited about it. I, I really am. I, I I think that it looks like a good movie. Yeah, and I think that he looks really good in the movie. So I'm, I'm pretty jazzed. So um, I'll I'll go to the next step, which is you know for this uh, yes. trade the trailer, which is obviously you know it's going to be trending on Twitter. Uh, I mean easily, easily right after this comes out, right next to Stand with Slow. Stand with Slow. I saw that right before we started recording. And that's fucking awesome. Go look at go look that up uh, if you haven't already. Because um, I, right. I I. I I, I can't wait to see what ends up happening it, with the uh, the trio of guys from Top Gear. Um, but it, anyway, getting back to it, you suggested a trailer that I'll be honest with you, I didn't even the, the name. I was like, I didn't even heard of this, and it's called yeah. Black Mass, and um, not Black Ass. There's a popular uh, movie if you go online, look for that. That's uh, oh yeah, but um, the uh, but movie. but anyways, the movie with. Um, uh, a lot of cool people. A lot. Well, it's got a, a enormous cast, but I mean, it's it it looks like it is definitely uh, Johnny Depp in it's 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 Johnny Depp chewing scenery. My, like, give me my Oscar. Yeah, that's who it is. It's Johnny Depp. I'll take my Oscar now. Yeah, thank you. I um, I got to be honest. Like, the tone of the trailer is such that when oh, it's man. over. You feel like one of the characters in the room that is being talked to, like like it is yeah. so intense. Uh, at least for me, like I actually was, oh, I man. was uncomfortable at the end of it because it, it, yep. it, it's the way. One, I just think it's the way the scene was done, but also the way they cut the trailer. Like it, it, it yep. feels like what is trailer, being said. It's a great. Piece it's of, a I mean, great like, trailer. It's like, hey, you want to know how to get get an audience's attention, get them into the theater? Watch this. Dude, shit. it was. They I, do a. It's a great. It trailer. took me from at the very beginning. I'm not gonna lie. You, you know, you know, we've we've. I think we mentioned on here before, but you know, especially that I'm not yeah. huge into like gangsters, mobsters, like that yeah, sort like of the family like crime drama. Like as a general rule, that's not something I, I tend to find as that interesting. So I got to yeah. be honest. When I first started up the trailer, and you could kind of tell it was going to be. You know, a family sort of thing. You know, yeah. I was just like, okay, this is probably not going to be something I'm really crazy about. And by the end of the trailer, I was, I, you because know, we, that's right, we started recording or right before we recording. I was like, dude, um, that looks awesome. Like that yeah. looks really good. And yeah. um, I, I tell you, man, it is uh, for for those of you who haven't seen. It, if you if you want, you might be able to tell a little more of the detail to it. But just my my main takeaway from it was just. He is speaking to someone at the other side of a table after eating dinner, and yeah. he's just he's he's 
basically the, 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 it, it's talking the way that I think that it's it's going to be his life. It's, it's a real character, right? Or a real person, right? Yeah, based yeah, on a real person. Based on, based on a real guy, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, basically... He tells him something that lets him know that he's really easy to, to let other things possibly slip. And... And you basically, you think, you're, you're like, this guy's going to get popped at the end of this trailer. Like, at the end of this trailer, he's going to yeah. get killed. Like, like I don't even know what happens in the rest of the movie. You're going to see a, a, a guy's... This guy's fucking dead. And, and you know, and you, you possibly might, I guess, in the trailer. But, like, the biggest thing is at the end, then he busts out laughing. You can't really tell yeah. whether it's, like, laughing and we're still going to kill this guy or laughing and we're, you know, I was just giving, I'm just, I'm just busting your balls. Like, I don't know. I really wasn't sure. I'm just breaking balls. What's the big deal? But, uh, man, it looks, it looks pretty powerful. You might know, I didn't, I will say the one thing, I didn't glean too much from the story. I mean, other than it's just, you know. Well, it's a really interesting story and it's a true story, which, which makes it all the more uh, fascinating. But, uh, it's, uh, if I don't know if you saw The Departed or not, the uh, the Martin Scorsese film with uh, DiCaprio and yes, Matt yeah. Damon and Jack Nicholson. Yep. The character that Jack Nicholson plays in that film is is based on an actual guy, an, an Irish mobster from Boston who was who was on the FBI's top ten wanted list for years, and they just caught him uh, recently in the last year or two. And his name is uh, Whitey Bulger. Okay. And what is distinctive about Whitey Bulger is that he was embroiled, and this is explored a little bit in The Departed, but Whitey Bulger was kind of famous for the fact that um, he was an FBI informant, and he worked in conjunction with an FBI agent, and there was like this really bizarre kind of corruption thing going on, but he was, to a degree... Uh, he was he was allowed to sort of operate with impunity, provided that he was kind of doing stuff that sure. you know was beneficial to the FBI and helping them take out the Italian mob. And uh, so he's like this really interesting figure in in American organized crime, and uh, just this really interesting true story. And he was a vicious, vicious guy. I mean, you know, Jack Nicholson's got a lot of charisma. The character he plays in The Departed is, you know, meant to be a really vicious guy, but he's one of those bad guys you kind of love to hate because, hey, it's fucking Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Johnny Depp playing Whitey Bulger in this trailer, I think, is the closest you and I will ever get Jack. to knowing how how terrifying it must be to, to, to interact with a human being like that. Like oh, somebody yeah. who has just absolutely no regard for human life who has no hesitation about killing people and and how scary a human being like that is like it's it's one of the few times that i i've seen like somebody really portray what 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 when i think of when i think of mobsters is that i think of guys who are incredibly frightening because they just they're just cold and unremorseful and and your life means nothing to them and this trailer totally gets that across. Ab- oh, absolutely. I, I mean, it, it, like, I, and I genuinely mean it. Like, I'm kind of watching it at the end of the trailer. I, I genuinely was like, "Fuck!" Like, yeah. you know, like, ah, man. I mean, just what, what would what would what would I say what next? Would what would you do? Like, what could you do? What you know? I just jump out the window. What and did run. he do? I mean, like, you even kind of think yeah. about like you know the the con- concept is that you know he asked the guy. Um, how he how the, he made the steak because the steak is so good yeah. and he's like the oh, steak it's a is so good. What's it? He's like, oh, it's a family secret. And then, he's and, but, like, oh you know, yeah, family secret. And, and a couple of sentences later, he's like, oh, come on, man, I just I, I really want to know. He's like, ah, you just add a little garlic. And he's like, garlic, oh, that's oh, that's awesome. And then he says, you know, 
you just told you just you know, I can't remember how he puts it. He, he's, he's like, like, you told me it was a secret. He's like, oh, no, it's, it's just a recipe. recipe. He's like, no, no, you said it was a family secret. Family secret. And, and that's he, he's making a point about you gave this up just for me asking. What else would you give up? Well, for somebody breaking your legs or for that's fucking exactly roughing right. you up, like you obviously he's, he's would be willing. He's making this point about yeah, you like like. Like you aren't strong enough to you know to 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 be in this organization, or you aren't trustworthy. And I mean, it's ugh, oh, it's it's uh, it's very it's and and the thing is, the trailer plays perfectly because like that whole conversation essentially is going on the whole trailer, and interspersed between cuts of them at the tables is, is scenes of you know other shit from happening within the movie and whatnot. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I'm a fan of his hair. That's about the only thing. The hair seemed a well, little awkward. It's is very that, true to life. Is like, it okay? Well, that makes me feel a little better. Exactly I'm not gonna lie. I was like, like, all right, they could have. Yeah. Like, What's he doing? They probably could have taken some uh, some uh, liberty with that and changed that up if they right. wanted to. But but in all seriousness, it was um, fascinating. It was a really good trailer. Good good call. One of, the, one of the things I'm most excited about, and, and one of the things that's fascinating about uh, the, the Whitey Bulger story is Whitey Bulger's brother was a state senator. Wow. And um, Democrat. And oh, I, I have no idea. Well, I mean, he's from Boston, so yes. But uh, anyway, Whitey Bulger's brother was a state senator, and in the film, the brother's being played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, yeah. I thought that was I'm him. Just like, I just, I mean, he has that like. Uh, I'll take that. Yeah, I thought that was him because I saw he has like a microphone or he's something like, in his face yeah, like or, a bull or something. Bullhorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's awesome, dude. I I uh, I will have to admit that actually looked that. really. Really good. Yeah, I, I predict that. Uh, I predict there may be. A, I mean, if if that trailer is any indication of the movie, you can probably bank on Depp getting an Oscar nod for that. Yeah, I I, I think it, it'd be hard for him to at least not get nominated. Whether he gets you know wins it or not might be, uh, you know, because they can't they can't give him one for getting it. He's he's going to get one like twenty years down the road for something else he did when they. That's know. right. Yeah, he'll be like Denzel. Like you know, he'll, he'll like like he'll do a training day one day. And he'll win, for <laughs> he'll that. win it for that. But uh, yeah, that was a good call. Well, man, geez, I, I, I we talked about what six, seven trailers. <laughs> I didn't like we, we didn't think we were going to have enough material. We we're like, oh man, like maybe we should add more trailers. We, <laughs> Get more trailers. We need more trailers in there. We're going to talk about you know Tomorrowland and fucking uh, the new Mission Impossible and well, you know maybe next time. Yeah, we, we got a couple next up. So anyway, hopefully the next uh, episode that you listen to is going to be a theatrical episode where we go see Avengers Age of Ultron, yep. which hopefully uh, will be next weekend or, or very shortly thereafter. Yeah, so. we're, we're um, scheduling things we're not 100% sure on just yet, but we are we are going to see it in the you know weekend window, I'm sure, at some point. So uh, Believe. We, we should hopefully get it to you uh, in a, a decent amount of time. So thanks very much for thanks very much for riding with us. Thanks for for bugging us, asking us where the new episode's coming from. We appreciate you guys listening, and of course, uh, we appreciate you guys sounding off, messaging us on the website drivehomebreakdown.com or on Twitter, where you can find us at Breakdown Show. I'm at Viking Brent. He's at Tony Grass on Twitter. If you want to yell at us, thank you so much for uh, riding with us once again this week. Stay tuned for Avengers Age of Ultron. Maybe some more commentary episodes. You know that we like to do those whenever we can find time. So we'll see you next time on the Drive Home Breakdown. Until then, remember, pro driving tip number 177. If a slightly balding Johnny Depp (laughs) asks you what is in this steak, answer him the f*** 
first fucking time and be done with it. Good night.